Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottles, and the boom shakalakas, baby. I am the captain. We are the sports brew, and this, my friends, is a throwdown Thursday. We got MacGuffin. We got old Giggity in the house. Let's go and get this party started right, man. We got some beverages to enjoy, some football to talk about, and some shenanigans to be had. All right. First and foremost, that's right. You heard me mention him out of the gate. The one, the only, Shannon, the ex-Twitter Terminator. Which, I don't know, actually, I, honestly, Elon Musk, if he tries to institute this monthly fee, might exterminate expert Twitter on his own anyway. Goofy. Hey, I, I, I'm sorry, I'm actually trying to talk to America right now. <laughs> that was one of my favorite sound bites of the week, dude. I loved it. That was hilarious. That was fantastic. In between, in between Dion Rock and the, like, it's personal. Like, I loved, I loved that whole thing. That was great. And then that ref... Uh, I'm talking to America. That was fantastic, dude. That was that was unbelievably fantastic. I loved it. Anyway, look, uh, not that there's a ton of gloss with Anthony Richardson, you know, bouncing his head off the turf. That part sucks. But you know, you got to be excited about what you're getting teased with, with what he brings right to the field. But yeah, I, mean, I mean, dude, you, you know, it, it's one of those these things with these young guys, man. And by the way, I didn't realize that was like, you know, CJ Stroud's 21, Anthony Richardson's 21. That's like the youngest starting quarterback matchup, I think, in NFL history. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Dude, and go ahead. You know, they're both going to be in the same division, face, face each other twice a year. You know, and Stroud, I, I'm sure a lot of it was garbage time. But I mean, three eighty four and a couple touchdowns. I mean, yeah. not bad. Not a bad line. No, no. Um, Stroud. Stroud is uh, has has done intentional grounding. Whoop. Offense number seven. Oh, there's that ref. He's showing up right now. It's a ten yard penalty. I'm talking to America here. It's <laughs> still so good, dude. Ten yard penalty. I'm talking to America here. <laughs> I'm talking to America here. <laughs> My man. My man. <laughs> My man. It's so good, dude. It's so That's good. That's fantastic. But um, yeah, like I, I like what I see from Richardson so far. Um I he and he did. He actually took Trevor Lawrence's advice. He actually checked himself in the concussion protocol and they took him out of the game. And I don't know, man. Like when you're young, you're reckless, but you know, NFL not for long. You, you need to take care of yourself, young man. Well, you, you know, you got to learn how to take a hit. You got to learn when, when uh, you, you live to play another down, right? Mm -hmm. Those are all lessons. And what you hope is that um, his enthusiasm, if you will, uh, for the game doesn't get him hurt. I always think back to that that what, that meteoric rise with, with RG3. Now, granted, again, we, we covered this in, in a ton at that oh, point. Yeah. His ego got in his way. But one of the things that Griffin did that just got himself into trouble is he didn't know when to give up on a play or to get out of bounds or to slide. He took some really, really unnecessary hits. Yes, he and did. He, it shortened his career. You know, uh, you love the excitement. You love the stuff. And what you hope is that Steichen and that Colt staff can, you know, uh, just help Anthony Richardson grow his game because some of what you're seeing, it, it, we're two games in. I mean, it, it, it's a small sample size. Uh, but it certainly feels like there's a high floor and a very, very nice potential upside to him, right? Yeah. But uh, you right. never know. I mean, uh, <laughs> there's always caveats. 
with that. But look, you too gotta, soon, too, too soon, too soon. <laughs> you got to remember. Look, he's the third quarterback in NFL history with three rushing touchdowns in his first two games. All right, he joins Dante Culpepper and somebody that nobody gonna guess, Jack Thompson. Who? <laughs> who? The drafted who? Jack Thompson, baby. <laughs> so, but the, you know they they made a nice choice in Gardner Minshew as the backup. Uh, obviously, they certainly oh, yeah. have needed to leverage that. You know, again, it's early, but I think the Texans can feel pretty good about what they see out of C.J. Stroud so far. Again, very early. And I think the Colts can feel pretty good about what they've seen out of Richardson so far. Yes. Um, but it, you, you always have to – young quarterbacks get themselves into trouble. And what you have to hope – and this obviously would branch into this issue with Justin Fields in Chicago, that effing dumpster fire, good God, that you want to help them grow the, you know, grow their game. What do they do well? Play to their strengths, accentuate their strengths, and help them grow their game. And we'll see if Houston can do that with Stroud, and we'll see if the Colts can do that well uh, with Richardson. But that that was that was a tough one, man. His, his, his head bouncing off the ground, I mean, the back of his head, of course. But woo, I mean he he's electric. I'll give him that. Yeah, he's he's a he's a hell of an athlete. But yeah. you know, like Trevor Lawrence said, you gotta protect yourself here. Yeah. I mean, that or you know, maybe you have a relatively confined career that's just phenomenal and then you flame out. I mean not that this is an apt comparison, but you think about, you know, uh, kind of Cam Newton's peak, right? I mean it, it was it was a, a wild ride, but it was a short one. Yeah, you know, and then uh, he had some injuries and some other stuff, obviously that that took its toll on him. Uh, but he he didn't grow his game enough to give him give himself an extended career. He was he was limited as a quarterback, you know. It, yeah, I mean, at the end, it was it was brutal. Yeah, it was I mean, brutal it was, to see. It was rough. Well, what do you expect between COVID and injuries? I and mean, that's kind of what really did him in. Yeah, fair. Yeah. Fair enough. All right, Randy, we were worried about you for a minute. Got to tell you, we were worried about you for a minute because, uh, you know, I thought we were going to start a little bit earlier this week than we did. That's okay. You got to see the whole Giants 49ers debacle. And we were like, what is Randy? Randy off the bathroom taking a dump? And it's. <laughs> hey, I have not pulled a D stat here, all right? <laughs> That's all right. Look, I figured if the Giants took a shit all over the field, you know, you we'd give you we'd give you time to take yours off the field. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, giggity guys. Bro. Realistically, man, you got to feel good. I mean, you never know what 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 happens over the course of an NFL season, injuries. I mean, God bless. There's the random stuff that happens. But you got to feel good about the 49ers. It's way early in the season. I understand that. But you got to feel good about a motivated a motivated team with that kind of talent and that kind of execution on the field. Oh, most definitely. Uh, obviously, you know, I was a little kind of iffy. So it's Thursday night. Thursday night games are always a crapshoot. You never know what you're going to get. They can be so weird. And, you know, especially when, when that game was close early, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, yep, it's Thursday night. This is exactly what I'm, what I figured it was going to be. And then second half happened and they just completely took over. Yep. And I had oh, kind of, oh, kind of reminded. Wait a second. Is that, is that Alex calling in the way on his, his opinion of this game? Oh, Alex, how do you feel about the Giants? Fuck them. 
Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> but, and what's interesting is I remember reading an article earlier in the week uh, about their second half adjustments and how what would what Kyle Shanahan would do mm-hmm. is he would review with the defensive coordinator everything the opposing team's offense was doing yeah. and going, this is what you need to stop it. And they'd make those adjustments and – that's why you see such a huge difference in the second half with that defense. You know, here's the thing. Um, <laughs> there are teams that, and I think back like over the past couple of years, not only the second half of the season, but just the second half of games, think about how many issues the Cardinals had, right? Uh, they're, they're in for a tough year, for sure. But there's something to be said for teams that understand game flow, and how to attack the second half. You can have your game plan. You can have your, your keys and all that kind of stuff. But, like, how do you handle the game once you're in it? Right? Um, and so that, that's that's a big credit to that coaching staff. To not only be able to, you know, you talk about it, but you do it. And, look, I'm not going to pretend that the Giants are great. <laughs> They're not. I was I, I did look at that score early, and I was like, oh, Giants keep making it a little interesting early. Oh, okay, all right. You know, but the 49ers put them to bed appropriately. It, was that on the opening kickoff, Justin? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I mean, so they needed to give Mark a little bit of entertainment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I, I was, you know, I did the the good, you know, the good sportsman thing. I was like, I said, hey, good luck to him because I didn't, again, it's seriously, I wasn't going to. Be like, yep, we're gonna stomp a mud hole in their ass. No, I was just gonna be like, let's see how this plays out. I mean, we got Arizona next, so it's kind of like, okay, oh, so pfft. good chance. So I'm like, good chance being four zero, and I kind of feel like week oh, five. Yeah. Oh, we might be, uh, we might be four zero. We got Arizona next, bro. Well, well, I'm, I'm trying. Hey, I'm the trying to what keep. We thought they were. <laughs> what, what, what we thought they were. We played them in preseason. Who the yeah. hell takes a third game in a preseason like it's bullshit? We played them in the third game. Everybody played three quarters. The Bears are who we thought they were. And that's why we took the damn field. Yeah. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown them. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. I got to tell you, I played that soundbite because I didn't realize it was going to have all that lead in. This board changed. And I just wanted that last part for the cards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't I didn't. we were going to get the full Denny Green setup, but that's okay. That's fine. <laughs> uh, as I was about to say before that started playing is uh, I kind of view week five as the true litmus test yeah. for the 49ers because they're, they're playing the Cowboys. So that's going to be kind of like, to me, that's going to be tell me where everything is. And not that it's not going to be a good game because Dallas and San Francisco have been having some great games. Mm-hmm. They're really close games. So this is really kind of going to give me an idea of exactly where things are. Side note, I got to ask, had, were, were you sweating a little bit during that uh, that, that 49ers Rams jobby? The first half, a little bit, just because I was like, oh, yep, the Rams came to play, and there goes, our, you know, that whole, you know, the dominance that we tend to have over them. But then the second half happened, and I'm just like, oh, okay, we're good. We're good. But, <laughs> yeah, all right, but, we're good. Side but it was note. Just like, oh, go ahead. It's like watching rookies, like, you know, Puka Nakua going Bro, crazy. I, I told you the, the other week, man, how much I like Puka Nakua, dude. That guy that guy is balling. Well, I mean, Atwell's doing well for them, too. <laughs> but one thing I could always remember is 
Cooper Cup usually lit us up too, but they ne- they still didn't win. Yeah. So it was one of those things where I was like, well, it's only a matter of time before we force Stafford into a mistake, and that's what happened. Fair, fair. I I will say like uh, I thought it was super gutsy, man. Late in the first half, when um they threw it up to Debo and uh, the Rams DB obviously ended up drawing the drawing the flag. And they went for it on second and goal, like essentially the in the half, man. Like that was so gutsy, dude. I was like, yeah, let's just take the points, and and all of a sudden I was like, oh, we're going oh, for it, okay. Purdy with the sneak, uh, all right. With the quarterback sneak, and I was like, <laughs> okay, we scored. I'll, I'll take it. All right, we're good. There it is. All right. <laughs> I mean, that was that was like, no, nah, we're coming for this, man. We're we're taking this, bro. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely the the best way to steal any momentum the Rams had going into the yeah. half, and they didn't. And the Rams came out kind of flat because of it. So, well, it led the Forty ers only have one loss to the Rams since December of twenty eighteen. Damn, one. Wow. Now, granted, the one loss they had was at the worst time, which was the NFC Championship game. Championship game. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, Kyle Shanahan has definitely pretty much owned the Rams. So yeah, yeah. So and by the way, go tough ahead. break for Dallas today. Oh yeah, oh, with, definitely with dig. Yeah, that sucks so bad. It, you know, it stinks if you get hurt in a game, but to, to get have a season-ending injury in practice on one-on-one drills, man. Yeah. yeah, that sucks for Trayvon Diggs, and we'll we'll circle back to that. That's that's a real big bummer for them. Obviously, they've had a very very strong start uh, to the season, just obliterating the New York teams. But you know, again, the caveat is. You know, it's the Jets without, excuse me, the Jets without Aaron Rodgers. And quite frankly, it's just the New York semi-football Giants. <laughs> so, <clears throat> you know, you you got to take it with a grain of salt, bro. But um, the New York um, uh, Peter Dinklage's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coming up short. <laughs> uh, Brock Purdy, by the way, 7-0 in the regular season. He has the, uh, that's a pretty impressive win streak to start a career. You know who's got the longest Winning streak to start a career. Is it Big Ben? It is indeed Big Ben. Fifteen. Okay. I'd forgotten that. Fifteen. Yeah. Woo. Yeah, I remember he, that his rookie season. Just watching him play, going, "Holy shit, this guy! He's damn. He's really good." Well, that <laughs> not that, bad that, for a rookie. They had a hell of a team. That was too, very true. Yeah that that was a hell of a squad. That was a hell of a squad, man. Although I I do laugh when I think back to some of those years with Jerome Bettis. You know, like like later in his career when he'd have like four carries for a yard and a half and three touchdowns. <laughs> oh, that legendary! What was it? Five carries, negative one yards, but he had three touchdowns. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. So ridiculous. And fantasy owners were like, "Whatever, dude. They you got like, me three scores. You got the tutties. Let's let's go. <laughs> You're in a touchdown only league. You were like extra happy. <laughs> oh yeah. But. uh yeah, man, Puka Nakua, dude. I I would be if I was playing fantasy. I would I would I would have Puka Nakua everywhere, bro. That dude, uh, fifteen fifteen receptions for a buck forty seven, uh, is a fifth round pick, and he set a new overall league mark. He's got twenty five catches in the first two games of his career. I mean, yo, somebody got to cover that dude. <laughs> Ridiculous. My favorite new name of the year, Puka Nakua. And dude is just balling out, man. So that's fun. 
Anyway, yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't know. The, the Rams, I didn't really expect much out of them, but they, they've got some fight in them. they got a lot of youth. they got a lot of youth. But if Matthew Stafford is right and McVay is, is as vested as, as he seems to be, and, uh, you know, they, they I don't know what Akers did to tick off whomever, wherever, however, but that they got rid of that dude. I mean, they got a bag of peanuts and a six-pack for him. Um, <laughs> but have fun in Minnesota, bro. <laughs> Uh, don't check your DMs if y'all lose and you fumble. Just you know, stay away from stay away from do the Sauce Gardner method. Just don't del- do it. Just del- just delete it, bro. <laughs> well, and it's not like Akers is a bad back, but Madison definitely is not doing what he they thought he would be doing in Minnesota. No. So it makes sense no. to at least make a move to try to shore up the backfield well, a little it, bit. It didn't cost him a lot, and then you know you see if if maybe you get something out of the guy. Although uh, look. Uh, actually, um, I do a game of the week at work and I'll pick a game. Usually a lot of times I I pick two. And the reason is, uh, this doesn't affect me, but if the staff get, you know, pick, they, they pick the game correctly, right? If they do that, it's like a poll. It's like a Google, it's like a Google survey. Google, I can't remember the right, it's not a Google doc. It doesn't matter. Anyway, it's like a big deal to them. Yeah. And so, um, I always try to throw them like a, like you know, a softball, <laughs> you know, so I'm like, win one, Gene's fun. And so I'll get in two games because I figure we had a stretch the other year where, where the staff like got it wrong, like, I don't know, I think five or six weeks in a row. So I started factoring in the second game just to do it, uh, lobbing softballs at them. But I got to tell you, one of my games of the week this week is Chargers Vikings because I figure one of those two damn teams Someone's got to win. Someone's got to win, which means that you know what's going to end in an It's going to be a tie. It's yes. going to be a tie. Yeah. <laughs> and Chargers By the way, Chargers things. Yeah. How how does Brandon Saley still get on the Chargers plane at this point, bro? How does he still have a job, bro? That's what I'm saying. How is he? How is he still getting on the plane? Like, I mean that that dude's seat is on, that man. dude's seat is hot. That dude's seat is so hot. It's hot. It's it's. Uh, you know, Taco Bell for breakfast, lunch, and dinner hot is what that dude is sitting Sean, on. Sean Payton should have waited for that. Uh, <laughs> yes, Chargers. I job, agree man. with you, but you know what's funny with Sean Payton, man? You, you look at what's happening in Denver, and, and you almost chuckle at how vicious he was to hack it, and you're going, <laughs> "Mm-hmm, not so easy, huh, bro?" Yeah, <laughs> again, no kidding. Again, it's early. It's early. It's early. But man. In between the Vikings just fumbling all over the place and interceptions and just bad breaks, and some of it's just regression to the mean. I mean, they they had a lot of luck last year in in tight games, and they have not had it this year. And I don't think the Eagles are impressive yet. Um, they haven't had to be. That, you know what I mean? I know they, they have moments where they look they and they're going to have to address their safeties clearly. Mm. Um, they still oh, yeah. they still have that eagle sneak or the tush push, whatever you want to call it, and they have moments. I just don't think they're quite consistent. And the Vikings, the Vikings are a tease. And I mean, to be able to claw their way back into that game against the Eagles was really. I mean, they were down twenty seven to seven at one point, so they made it interesting. But they've lost six fumbles in two games. You're not going to win a lot of football turning no. it over like that. And, you know, I feel bad for Justin Jefferson. I mean, that that kind of turnover sucks, you know, because you do, you do just about anything else and you either have a touchdown or you're, you know, it goes out of bounds like the one or something dumb. 
but to fumble it into the I mean it just it just sucks. It just yeah. it just sucks, man. And you feel for him. But, you know, the Eagles were like, F it. DeAndre Swift's running all over the place, you know, and, and they they hold on, they recover the onside kick and, and they win that. But like the Vikings, oh dude, if you're a Vikings fan, man, woo, you're up against it, bro. Um, I chuckled. One of my coworkers is a Vikings fan, and he said that this past season, he got his wife to say goodbye to Washington and come over to the Vikings side, and and, and I was laughing with him today because <clears throat> he said his wife's like, "Oh yeah, of course, Washington's two and oh, huh?" <laughs> <laughs> it's like, "Sorry, sorry, you made the switch, hon." <laughs> and I laughed. I thought it was so funny. But uh, Vikings, by the way, have started 0-2 for the third time in the last four seasons. No bueno, friends. No bueno. So, I don't know. I, I figure the Eagles will figure it out. I, I'm not convinced that the Vikings will. But I do, you know, it, it, it's just tough, man. It's just they're a better team than that. And they, they're going to have some moments. But they're digging themselves a hole, dude. They're digging themselves a hole, and at some point, it's like that old Bill Parcells deal. You are what your record says you are. And if you're a team that finds ways to lose, you're a team that finds ways to lose. Your record's going to show it. They're just fortunate that the division they're in isn't, you know, no one's running away with it right away. So at least Mm -mm. they can still have a shot at getting back into it. Um, That's for the Eagles. You know, they got a scrappy team coming up in Tampa Bay because Baker Mayfield's not looking too bad. No, I'm... You know, I'm, I'm not a Bucks fan by any stretch of the imagination, but um, given Baker's exit from Cleveland, right, and then bounced around a little bit, it's a nice start for him in Tampa. He had some really good throws to Mike Evans. I mean, obviously, they, they have some good – they have talent in Tampa Bay. They're not bereft of talent, right? No. It's, not, it's not like he went to a cesspool. And he's a scrappy dude. So maybe it's a good fit for him. Again, small sample size, it's early. But if I'm Baker, I feel pretty damn good about what that team has done so far this season. Absolutely. You know, and yeah, that that's a big test. And Philly's not what they were last year. I don't know if they will be by the midpoint or end of this season, but that's a big game. And if if uh Baker looks like he has so far this season in that game, then they might be able to steal that one from Philly. Maybe. I mean, I I wouldn't, you know, put a bunch of money on it, but. Tampa seems like a team that if you don't take them seriously and knock them out when you have a chance, they're mm-hmm. going to sneak up and steal something from you. Yeah. Well, there's some teams and that they're scrappy. I was say that game is in Tampa. Sorry. Yeah, well, there's some teams that are scrappy enough that, if they can stick close to you, and you know how football is, man. Sometimes the balls just bounce weird. You know Uh-oh. what I'm saying? Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes <laughs> odd things happen, right? That's kind of the nature of the beast. And uh, yeah, you said balls. There you are. Tampa's defense did a pretty decent job. Uh, they sacked Justin Fields six times, picked him off twice. Obviously, they kind of sealed that game up with. And I don't understand what the hell they were doing. Late in that game, uh, it was like first and 11 from the six, and they had a screenplay and, and Fields throws. I mean, it, I, that was an odd play to me. Um, although Shaq Barrett, man, got to give him some dap for that 
I mean, he just kind of stuck his hand up out of nowhere and took that damn ball. I mean, it was that was crazy. Uh, and returned it for the score to kind of ice that game. So it was a hell of a play. But, you know, Mayfield Mayfield was balling, man. They had some random fumble. He hopped on it. I mean, he's he he's he's played well so far this year. Um, I don't think Mayfield has a single turnover. So There you go. Yeah, and, and Mike Evans was a beast, dude. Yeah, what, six for buck seventy three or something? Yes, like, six for one seventy one. Yep, six for one seventy one. What or one seventy one, yeah. yeah. Vintage Mike Evans. Yeah, yeah. And uh the Bears, that's a franchise record twelfth consecutive loss dating the last season. Are you saying the Bears who we thought they were? <laughs> yes. Or they are who we thought they weren't. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Uh see that's a team that's funny because it, it really felt like there was a lot of offseason. I don't want to say hype per se, but I think there was a different expectation for them, uh, particularly with Fields, uh, with some just some of the moves they had made. It really felt like the expectation was that Justin Fields was going to have a significant progression from last year to this year. And whether you think it's right or not, you know, he, he kind of – I don't know that I want to say he threw the coaches under the bus, but I think that was, you know – I don't think he was wrong, per se, to say that some of this is about coaching, right? He's not wrong. No. I don't think he's wrong, but the thing is that doesn't – when you do that in that manner, depending on how you own your own share and your own role in that, uh, that can blow up in your face. And <laughs> Chicago can be a tough sports – I mean, there's certain media markets, man. They can just be really rooting in New York for sure, <laughs> Philadelphia, yep, Pittsburgh, uh, Pittsburgh. Yeah, I mean, there's yep. just certain areas, man. It's a, it's a big, big media market. You get a lot of coverage because it's just the way that it goes, and that can really, really blow up. And he ended up walking some of those comments back, but I, I don't think that he's wrong per se. But he's got to own his own part in that. And I think that's that's tough. I mean, again, he walked it back. He said he's not trying to blame the coaches and he needs to play better. And all that's true. But I do think it's reasonable to look at what's happened so far this year and wonder if that coaching staff is putting is leveraging his current skill set and putting their offense and him in the best position to succeed consistently. And I'm not sure about that. No, we've said it in the past that – Coaching makes up a huge part of the makeup of any team. Yeah. I mean, you you look at all these, you look at the good teams, you look at the teams that are perennial playoff teams. Well, kind of minus Dallas, because I really don't know about that coaching staff. I don't, it's kind of weird to me, but Philadelphia or Kansas City, San Francisco, all these coaching staffs here not only had plan well for games, put out the best plays to help their team win but you know they also help elevate their players in terms of just the way they're coached up during the week i don't feel like chicago has done that yet i feel like chicago felt like hey fields look at he's running all over the place you know he's doing kind of what lamar jackson did in his first couple seasons and this but the thing is is lamar jackson has a lot better coaching and those teams were winning versus what we've seen out of the bears and it's a shame because the kid has talent. It's just, they're not, they're not utilizing him properly. 
Well, he's yeah. got he's got Go ahead, Justin. He's got talent, but he's got to commit to his own share, his own role in growing his own game. But I think in this particular case, you go, okay, it, it's good to challenge him with plays and some other stuff. But if it's not there, you need to re you need to have an honest assessment of the plays you're calling and just what his strengths are. And if he's not mm. there yet, he's not there yet. I mean, some of some of the highlights, and you know, I think Baldinger had a, a thing where he was like, "Look at this, this is terrible," because it because you can criticize the offensive line, but. The reality is you can have a good offensive line that ends up looking poor because your quarterback is a moron. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh yeah. I for mean, sure. Oh yeah. And you can have you can have a terrible offensive line or a mediocre offensive line that looks better because you you the quarterback e- either has a super quick release or just knows what he you know knows what he's doing. So, if they don't exist in a vacuum. But I think it was Bald uh Baldinger that had like some particular play and Fields had time. He had a huge pocket around him, and there were people open. There was broken coverage, and he just didn't see them, didn't throw it. So some of it is on him for what he either is not seeing or isn't willing to throw, right? Uh, and then the other part is the coaching staff has to own their share for, okay, if he can't see it, won't see it, doesn't see it, let's figure out plays that he does. And if that means he needs to run a little bit more, then so be it. If they need to cut the field up a little bit, or cut it in half, then so be it. They got to roll them out, whatever. I mean, some people are really taking Chicago to task. Uh, I think it was Greeny that just w- was railing on them for organizational incompetence. And look, it's it's not like the Bears have some long track record of you know all pro quarterbacks. And then all, I mean, they don't, right? <laughs> they don't. Yeah, I don't know what Justin Fields can be, but if that coaching staff doesn't sort this out, this this is going to be a rough year in Chicago because it, it really seemed like a, there was a lot of fan expectations for them to be much more competitive. And again, it's early, but to be much more competitive and for Justin Fields to have to really take a leap at this point in his career. And it does it doesn't feel like that either one of those things is going to happen. Let let, let him Go ahead, Shannon. I was okay. gonna say just just let him do what he does, and if he flames out, Caleb Williams is there at number one. So, ah. well, I mean, some of the rookies are looking better than him. Yeah, that that's the crazy Anthony thing. Richardson is looking better than him, and I did not think I would say those words. I'll be honest with you. I I I saw Anthony Richardson in person last year when I went with my buddy Brian to the Kentucky Florida game, and I saw Levis versus Richardson, and Kentucky's defense made him look silly. Yeah. But the growth from last September to this September is is off the charts for that young man. It really it truly is. Like there were simple reads he was just missing in the game last year. Mm-hmm. And he's he's hitting them right now. And it, it's it's cool to see. Yeah, there is just, I mean, quarterback progressions are different, and obviously you have a lot of variance with offensive lines, coaching staffs, organizations, what what tools are there for a player to succeed. I mean, you know, you can play these little thought experiment games about what if this team drafted this quarterback that's really great here. Well, that doesn't mean that they would have been as good somewhere. I mean, you, you never know. Look look at the maturation of, of Lawrence. Yeah. 
Oh, with a Pe- competent coach? Yeah. But Peterson yeah. comes in and all of a sudden he's seeing the field better. He's making better decisions on his throws. He's he's getting out of bounds. He's sliding when he needs. I mean, he's doing everything he needs to do to, you know, have the, help that team win. Whereas his rookie season, damn, that kid was lucky enough to survive that well, season, to be perfectly honest. Ur- Ur- <clears throat> Urban Meyer was not a pro coach. Ur- Urban, no. much like Steve Spurrier. Urban Meyer was not a pro coach. <laughs> Just not. No, you, you need adults in the room who can get them, who get those quarterbacks. I think Urban Meyer what, should take Lauren Bobert out on a date. They feel like they should hang out, don't they? Go to, <laughs> go to Beetlejuice the musical with that popcorn bucket with the hole in the bottom. <laughs> uh, hey, baby, you want to butter a- my Extra butter. Yeah. Hey, baby. Yikes. You want to you butter my popcorn? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Butter, butter Bobert over there. Um, <laughs> I guess she's looking for her own handyman, huh? Uh, anywho. <laughs> you know what? I think we need a song for that. Hold on. We do. <laughs> oh, I got to have it. Oh, yeah, there it is. Ah, the Lauren Bobert dedication. Whitfield loves her, by the way. I always think that's so funny. Really? Yeah. Well, you should ask. Well, <laughs> yeah. 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 There you go. Beetlejuice buttered popcorn. Lauren Pobert edition. Billy Squire, The Stroke. Well, enjoy it before you get thrown out of the theater, I guess. Let's sport it out. <laughs> <laughs> Good for that dude, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that. <coughs> Sorry, Shannon. I mean, that's, that's oh, a man. Oh, man. You, ca- you, yeah, you caught me mid sip. I'm sitting here choking on my beer. Thanks a lot, bro. Anyway. <laughs> Holy Toledo. I can't believe we have. We, we, say, don't she kill the man before his birthday. She strokes it to the east and she strokes it to the west. <laughs> don't kill the man before his birthday. Yeah, Jesus. No, 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 no. Birthday weekend. No, man. no death. Yeah, no death. Death free. Death free. Death free. So not yeah, not allowed to die. Yeah, not allowed to die. So you did not get permission. None. Oh, you don't have that one. So, and Lee Emery did a. You do not permission to die. Uh, I don't know if that one's in there. Let's see. Who the fuck said that? <laughs> you did, sir. You know that, don't you? <laughs> yeah. You gotta be shitting me. I love that one. Do you think I'm cute? Do you think I'm funny? Yes. How about they regret that? <laughs> Immensely. I, the, I think the Cardinals regret paying all that money to Kyler Murray. That's for sure. Yeah, think. Yes. That's another one that clearly uh, was in the kind of. I don't get it. He was. He had a great start, and I guess video games got in the way, and now this is where he is after uh, four hours is too much. Apparently so. Mm. Well, no shit. <laughs> well any fucking time sweetheart <laughs> there you go gomer pile yeah oh my god all right we have we have tangent jumped quite a bit so what? uh yeah look, look us never so again <laughs> never so i've certainly had fun um with my you know coworker vikings uh fans 
at their Kirk Cousins and turnover misery. And, you know, I had a great conversation with another dude earlier today about about the Bears and Justin Fields, and it was really in this vein, which is like, what, are the, what is the Bears staff doing? Maybe Justin Fields isn't the guy, but and it's great to challenge him, but you got to put him in a position to succeed. And then the flip side, I said, but look, you know I like the Packers. If the Bears suck, that's okay too. <laughs> and I just laughed. I, it was great because it's messed up, man. It is, it is messed up. But I, I hope they can figure it out, man. I, I do. I mean, he he's flashed some nice moments. Um, but you well, you got you got to worry for his de- his quarterback development curve in Chicago with that staff. He owns a part of that. If you're going to call the coaches out. And again, some of that's fair criticism. If you're going to call them out, you better be doing your you better be holding up your end of the bargain with the work you're putting in. You know. Well, it's it's also one of those things where the Bears are such a storied franchise and they just haven't been good in so long. The league like you there's like you said, there's certain teams that the league is better when these teams are good and the Bears are one of those teams because they were dominant for so long. No, 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 no. The Bears can suck, bro. What are you talking about? You know what I mean. <laughs> not it's not my fault you guys traded Rodgers away and <laughs> now you're stuck with Jordan Love who apparently couldn't uh handle the pressure of trying to make a comeback. Uh- Look, uh, they dropped at least two should have been interceptions. At least two should have been inter- interceptions in that game. Uh, I Pat- thought for sure you guys had the Falcons beat. I'm not gonna lie. No, I I, I felt very oh, I, did too. I felt very good about them handling that game. Uh, they just didn't close them out. They just you know you gotta learn how to close out teams. They uh, let them off the hook. They they, they did. You know, uh, Love had. Love had a good statistical game. He had three touchdowns. Uh, B. John Robinson is legit as hell. That dude is filthy. That, that dude is ridiculous. He'll he'll be a, a 49er in about five years, Randy. Four years, maybe. He'll be a 49er. Um, don't worry. Um, <laughs> but at, like the Packers were up 24-12, right? And, and they blew that. In their last three possessions, the Packers had 11 yards and no first downs. And Love failed to complete you know, any of his six passes. Well, that's a hard way to close out a game. That's a terrible way to close out a game. They had opportunities and the Packers should have won that game, should have finished that game, and they did not. But there's a lot of lessons in that. You know, number one, kudos to the Falcons for fighting. Um, and then they had that one touch, that one almost touchdown where the dude was on his tiptoes, but you know they they overturned it because his heel was out of bounds. I thought they were going to let that yeah. stand, honestly. I thought it was a touchdown. Then when they were like getting, well, look real close, you can see, and I'm just like, really? You're yeah, gonna, I, you have to get that close and yeah. show that little bit of white, right. and that's why it's incomplete. I, I thought that was going to stand because he had his toes in. Right, um, same here. Yeah, I, I really did. So uh, the Falcons probably got a little little bit hosed on that one. And I want to say, was that Hollins? I'm pretty sure that was the dude that caught that deep ball Yeah. Um, later on in that game. And then, you know, Ritter took off on a fourth and four. He had a short touchdown run. I mean, the Packers had several opportunities. And, again, I could swear they had at least two. Two shoulda, coulda, woulda been interceptions where the ball was in the defender's hands. And they, they should have had the pick. So there's a lot of learning lessons in that. And I like that Dan Campbell line. Obviously, they, they took a tough L against the Seahawks, who looked much better in week two than they did in week one. That's for damn sure. But, you know, Dan Campbell was like, good. 
You know what I mean? Eat a little humble pie. And um, yeah. with, with a young quarterback. By the way, can we get Seahawks-Lions in primetime next year? Yeah, right. their last two games have they've been, been baller. They've been, they've been fireworks. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah. So I, f- I still feel good about what the Packers have done. Uh, I, they didn't have um, Christian Watson. They didn't have Aaron Jones. And they just couldn't effectively close this game out. I still feel good about where they're at, particularly given what this division the way this division looks to be set, excuse me, setting up, which is the Bears are a dumpster fire, the Vikings are turnover machines, and the Lions are good but inconsistent. So there's opportunity space. I would wager that this division is is going to come down to the last couple of games again. You know, whether or not it's only one team coming out, the division winner, or maybe two for the playoffs, we'll see. It's way too early to have a good feel for that. But I, I think Green Bay is going to be in the mix for this. I, Jordan Love and that this was going to be a big referendum year for LeFleur. LeFleur. And obviously Jordan Love. And so far, I think they've held up pretty well. But you got to learn you got to learn to close the team out, man. You got you got to learn to close the team out. But B. John Robinson, legit. That dude is special. Have you seen the uh, replay with the camera angle above? Uh-huh. Like above? Mm-hmm. And I'm just going... How the hell did he move like that? Yeah, and he's he's not a small guy. He's a, no, he, he's not. He's he's a he's a. I think he's two fifteen. He's a big back. And the fact that he could just juke yeah. a dude like that yeah. was just sick. Somebody, I don't remember what show it was. Somebody was like, "It's like a, a, a he's got like ballet feet as a running back." And I thought it was a really interesting kind of perspective because. I mean, he moves around, and some of his cuts and stops and starts and jukes almost. I'm not saying they look effortless, but it's phenomenal. His body control is so good. Reminiscent of one Barry Sanders. Well, we got a long way to go to make that statement. Well, you know what I mean. The, the, he was similar in the sense of he by, just he made people miss. By the and way, there was it's one minute he's here, next minute you're going, I know. how the fuck did he just get 15 yards down the field? He was just <laughs> here. I, I love the... Uh, and I don't know what site had it, but uh, maybe it was just a meme floating through my Facebook feed or something. But they were talking about Barry Sanders getting a statue in Detroit. And they said, ah, the second best statue in Detroit. And then they had RoboCop over to the other side. <laughs> <laughs> I just laughed. I thought that was so funny, man. Why are you doing Barry Sanders dirty like that? I love some RoboCop, man. But come on now. So that was pretty good. That was pretty good. I will say, you know, again, it's early, and, and we say the caveat with week one, and you still have a little bit of that with week two. But there is a point you you, you look at teams and you just go, man, are, are they in trouble? You know, are they in trouble right here? And the Bears feel like they're legitimately in trouble, and this season is just might be a dumpster fire. It feels like it's going to be a dumpster fire. Arizona you knew wasn't going to be good, so I don't really think that that's – Whatever, but Minnesota, they're in trouble. Cincinnati, they're definitely, in trouble. In, they're definitely in trouble because not only did they, are they starting zero two, they got two division losses to start the year. Burrow looks awful; like he needs to rest. Uh, he's definitely not healthy, without a shadow of a doubt. No, no, that that calf injury is is probably going to follow him all year. Mm. And they're digging a hole early. And look, their offense looked better later in that game versus the Ravens, for sure. But 
he aggravated his calf. He, I mean, he had that Theragun or whatever. He was out on his calf. So he was looking a little gimpy out there. By the time you got to go Pulp Fiction and break out the gimp as your quarterback, man, it's, it's, it's not great news. Bruh. Bruh. What? You don't like a Pulp Fiction drop? No, that was a good one. Oh, okay. <laughs> got to break out the gimp. Yeah, I wonder if I have that. Uh, did I save that song in the sports replay list? <gasps> oh, I did. Bring out the gimp. <laughs> nice. Well, I guess you just have to go wake him up now, won't you? Yeah, buddy. Well, I guess you just have to go wake him up now, won't you? I like that. How old does Logan have to be before I, I, I can show him Pulp Fiction? I showed Lily when she either was eighth or ninth grade. Hmm. High school. So, probably around then. Hmm. I I mean, depending on when he watches porn for the first time, I would imagine. Oh, Jesus. I haven't. Can we not get there yet? Good Lord. <laughs> Damn, Shannon. God bless. <laughs> That's your child, Justin. I'm just saying. I know. I'm in trouble. I, I understand. Yeah, you really are. I understand. <laughs> Randy, end of scary movie three or four. We are so fucked. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the kid's already ruthless when it comes to playing games, any kind of game. <laughs> Little what? Bit. Little Justin's bit. kid, what? <laughs> hey, Especially look. that one card game you played with us that one night. Oh, Jeez. the Poop Palace yeah. or whatever that was? Poop-ocalypse? That kid is ruthless when you play that game. Yeah, Poopocalypse is fun. Poopocalypse. Poopocalypse. That's, that's, that's the game you're thinking of. So a couple of, couple of things uh, circling back to the Bengals because I think they're – and the Chargers, obviously, but Chargers are going to Chargers, so you know what we, we know that. Um, but the Bengals just stroked – you know, I mean, that's a huge amount of money to give Burrow – Obviously, had the calf injury in the preseason, and so you knew that was gonna. There, there was an issue there, right? But yeah, game one was awful, and it felt like it. It took until yeah, really the second half. I mean, it took them a while to kind of show like they had a little juice in this particular game, and then he, he aggravates the injury. But for Zach Taylor, un- <laughs> keep in mind, um, under uh, under Zach Taylor, this is the this is an zero and two start for the Bengals for the fourth time in five seasons as 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 Bengals head coach. But what's really significant about this one is that both of these are division losses. No other team since two thousand and two has rebounded from an zero and two start where both of those are division losses to make the playoffs. 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 Damn, 2002. That, that's that's a good chunk of time away. Um, well, that that's when that's when the the stuff shifted with the divisions and the way you know that that date yeah. is significant. But either way, an 0 2 start going over versus your own division that that's no bueno, man. No, yeah. no bueno. And look, Cleveland, Cleveland's a mess. Losing Nick Chubb is awful. Oh, jeez. Um, but Oof. but and the Ravens. The Ravens, for whatever reason, I mean, Lord knows that that team has injury issues every damn year, but they're well coached. You know, as long as Lamar Jackson is on field, they're going to be in the mix to win that Pittsburgh. I mean, God bless their their offense is just a disaster at the moment. <laughs> they better be thankful for pick sixes and you know scooping scores, but I don't know. There, there's opportunity there, but that it's just dangerous man it's just dangerous 
So it's like these flashes we saw last year of what this team could be, mm-hmm. and still Pickens is showing that those same flashes so far. But Pickett, I, I don't know. He seems to still not be like I don't know if, it's, if he's not in football shape or if it's just getting those extra reps that he felt that they needed him to get. I don't know. It's that offense really needs some help. Well, I mean, weren't they calling, weren't the Steelers fans calling for Canada to get fired in that game? Wasn't that like the chant in the stands? I mean, it's it's tough. That offense has been rough so far. And they've had moments. They've had moments. Uh, And I think Pickens is legit. For sure. And at this point, they just better be damn thankful. Excuse me. That their defense, that TJ Watt's healthy, and um, that the defense is what it is because they're going to have to carry that offense early. Now, look, Tomlin. I would certainly think that over the course of the season, Tomlin will get that sorted out. The offense will get that sorted out because I don't think Kenny Pickett's a bum, right? Mm-mm. But that doesn't mean that this offense is a good fit for Pickett and that he's you know they're all on the same page yet. They don't they don't seem to be. Um. Random fun factoid-ish, I suppose. Uh, the Steelers extended their regular season home winning streak against the Browns. Do you know how long this is? Do you, anybody want to guess how long this winning streak is? Home game winning streak against the Browns. Regular season. Mm, I'm going to say at least 20 years. 20 who, years. Who is this again? The Steelers, their home, the regular season home winning streak against the Browns. How many games it is? I say twenty games. It I'll is, go twenty-five. It is twenty games. Twenty. Good that's, job, Brandy. Yeah, that's a long, long time. Well, because you got to figure with the way Roethlisberger played for all those seasons, and I mean, just Roethlisberger alone counts for more than half of them. Yeah, and the way Deshaun Watson isn't playing. You well, know, if he's grabbing everybody's, <laughs> well, I mean, you got to figure if he's grabbing everybody's face mask as he's trying to run, you know, of course they're not. They're not going to win. Baker Mayfield in Tampa cackling and smoking a blunt. Yeah, what those defenders may want to do is just put like a a, a small towel maybe like somewhere near their face mask. Oh, no. Hanging out the the top of their (laughs) their collar. You know, Watson might grab that. You never know. Well, he he might play better after that. Watch out. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he might. That boy, that's a guy... as Chris Collinsworth. No, here's the guy. Um, boy, I tell you, if you're a Browns fan, number one, you're devastated about Chubb. That that was brutal. He's such a good dude. Too. He is. I, I, you know, you feel terrible for him. Um, whether or not that hit from Minka Fitzpatrick was dirty, you can you can go back and forth on that one. It was low. It was fluky, but it's an awful outcome for Nick Chubb. I don't think it was. I don't think there was intent there. No, I, I certainly don't think he intent. You know. Like, yeah, I, I. You know, Chubb is very well respected within the league, and I. Yeah. And Fitzpatrick is a pretty good dude, so I, I don't think that was. I really don't think that. No. But 
It's still brutal regardless. It, it is. Well, it is. And watching that play the first time, I was like, wait, did I, wait a second. What the hell? Did I just think what, did I, what mm. I just saw you see happen mm. just happen? Mm. And then they're like, yeah, we're not replaying that. That's a little too brutal. And then you actually hear the entire stadium gasp because they saw the replay on mm-hmm. on their, on their the Tron there. And I was like, oh, yeah. Yep. 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 And yep. then, of course, you go on X or wherever. And just they're say like, Twitter. Hey, Close up of it, and you're just going, "Oh my god!" Nope. Oh, oh. oh, my kids, my kids are playing fantasy football with some neighborhood people for the first time, and they were, and they were asking about Chubb, and I was like, "Yeah, his, his knee got just shredded." And Katie was like, "Oh, I want to see it," and I was like, "Well, Justin sent me a picture. Hold that thought." <laughs> Here you go. Here you go. Enjoy vomiting. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I, but no, she took it like a champ. She was like, Ooh. and by the way, Adam Schefter, you got to word that tweet better, dude. You don't need clickbait head. You don't need clickbait tweets. Okay. What did he say? You didn't see that? I, I missed that. Oh one. my god! All right, Remember, he doesn't have X on his phone anymore. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. Let's see. I bet I can find an article specifically to that one. I didn't have because like Schefter's like legit. Like right. you don't need to do that shit. So well, no, the thing was. Schefter was talking about his college injury. Let's see. And this is Yeah, because Chubb's college injury was ghastly too. So this this was this was Adam Schefter's tweet. Nick Chubb dislocated his left knee into his MCL, PCL, and LCL with cartilage damage on October 10th, 2015 versus Tennessee. He injured the same knee tonight versus Pittsburgh. (laughs) Like you started that out, you know what I mean? Like, you started that out with, oh, no. Which, again, if you saw the replay, you knew it was bad. Yeah. But it was just an awkwardly, he didn't need to write that tweet in that minute. No. No, he didn't. That was no. pretty much in poor taste, the way I look at it. Yeah. Yeah, you got to do better than that. All he had to do is say, you know. Like, when, you're like one of the premier, like. I know. Uh, but he could have like, just said in 2015, Nick Chubb. You know, injured this knee. You know, had this injury, and he injured the same knee tonight versus Pittsburgh. I mean, look, number one, it's an awful injury. It's obviously season ending. I hope that it's not career ending. Yeah, that's because the, that that's a share right there. That's the kind of like I like when you see an injury like that. The first person I always think about is Willis McGahey. Oh, jeez. Always- Luckily, that dude had a pretty stellar career after all that. Which is really kind of—I mean—it's kind of miraculous, honestly. Dude, well, that was. Well, I mean, look at look at Frank injuries. Gore when mm-hmm. look at Frank Gore in Miami. He had what two or three torn ACLs in, at Miami, and then he still came out and had a great Hall of Fame. Frank Gore, whoever his surgeon was in college, is whoever I would want to do my knees on because, like, bro, double ACLs in college. And the dude's what third all time in rushing yards in the history of the NFL. Longevity, man, longevity, dude. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely at least with those types of you know those players, those exceptions. At least that means he has a chance. And I think considering the today's how today's sports medicine is, how advanced it is, I give him a good chance of coming back. It's just he has to make that choice to come back, given. How he feels because I mean, look at like Marcus Lattimore from South Carolina. Yeah, after that, a similar knee injury in college that it pretty much made it so he couldn't hard all he was doing was pain every day, even though he tried, he tried to make a comeback and it just the pain was too much for him. Yeah, 
So well, before you got to that last point, Randy, I was about ready to break out. So you're telling me there's a chance because you, <laughs> you said chance twice, but you, you got you got a little too far for from it. Jesus H. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Are you shook up? Are you nervous? A little bit. Well, thank it's... you very much. Can I be in charge for a while? Sir, yes, sir. What the fuck is that? <laughs> There's a bad joke in there somewhere. Somewhere. <laughs> Where the hell are you from anyway, brother? <laughs> I'm just waiting well, for Justin no to say shit. it. <laughs> oh, Lord. Feel free to run with it if you're so inclined. It's no problem. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, I don't know about you two, but I need to refill my beverages. Yeah, you know what? I think we should, I think we should go ahead and take a break and... Uh, you know, I, I'm gonna need a fresh beer. We should we should crank out. Yeah, we should take a pause, get some fresh beers, and then lock and load for segment two, and then burn through that. I think so. Go save some so. trees, Justin. Yeah, I will. I will. I will. Uh, but I, I, let's. I was gonna say the weather this weekend will take care of that. Bro. Also true. But I will say again, if you're a Cleveland Browns fan, you have to feel like is is this all we're gonna get out of Deshaun Watson? Because he is not the same guy. Now, last, no. year, last year it was, well, he's rusty. I, you don't get that excuse this year. Mm-hmm. And the no. thing that oh, one definitely of, not. not only does Chubb's injury suck because it's Nick Chubb and we like him, his injury sucks because Cleveland clearly needs to they – need, they need the Chubb first, man. <laughs> they, they needed – I mean they – needed, They needed their Chubb hitting the hole first to set up Deshaun Watson. We all do, man. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, multiple fantasy teams. I lost my chub, man. Oh, that's a shame, buddy. It is, man. That's a shame. I bet they regret that. Yes. That's all yes. Right. I'll call you, brother. Kareem Hunt. I don't see him giving that type of same spark that that Chubb would do. Uh, well, I mean, Chubb was incredible. I mean, Kareem Hunt was was good. I just, you know, I don't see him as a, a, a starter though anymore. Well, maybe not, but he. I mean, what is it? Jero- it's going to be Jerome too Ford. Bad, but it, it's still it's not Nick Chubb. No, that, Nick Nick Chubb was great. So what is it? Jerome Ford. That's the back of his name, right? Ford mm-hmm. and Kareem Hunt. I mean, it might be serviceable, but but my point is just that I think whatever your expectations were for Deshaun Watson as the starting quarterback for the Cleveland Browns, he's not there. You know, the guy that we saw at his peak that was top five in Houston. I guess part of it, you have to look back and you go, okay, well, you know, maybe a lot of that was some some garbagey stats, but it it def- they overpaid for him. They paid a ton of money. They gave up a ton of picks, and if the, you got to be a lot better than than what he has shown to this point, because yeah, it's not like young he young Hopkins. Hopkins. <laughs> yes, but he's he's those decent weapons, though. That's the thing. It's not like the position, the skill players are garbage. No, I mean, I mean Amari so, Cooper is there. <clears throat> David David and Joker is a serviceable tight end. Yes, I, the Browns are not bereft of talent, but that offense should have been driven through Chubb, mm-hmm. right? I mean, some of the numbers that are attached to it. I was hoping I could find this one article. Um, I had it earlier, and it was just. I was reading and I was like, oh my God, man, like the numbers 
are bananas because it's not just the numbers of what they they're paying him with a fully guaranteed contract um and the picks they gave up for him which were significant to make that move but i think statistically like over the past couple of years he's you know he like he's in carson wentz territory i mean it's not mm-hmm. it's not good it is really I'm, I'm trying to see if i can find that one article oh there's chubb and i don't i thought i had it bookmarked but maybe maybe i don't but either way it's um it it's disastrously bad it's disastrously bad yeah, because so, you at least defenses respected Nick Chubb enough that you had to play a certain way. Now, without him being the table setter for the offense, you can just sit there and play a spe- very specific way that's very detrimental to what Deshaun Watson does. Yeah. And right now, it ain't much of anything. So, ain't much of anything. He is. He is just. He's not playing at the same level. I don't know if he'll ever ever get there, but as of right now. It's it's a hundred percent not there, and it's just it's just a shame. It's just a shame. Maybe it's in this one. Ah, here you go. Found it. Took me a minute. All right. Deshaun Watson update: Out of thirty-five quarterbacks with two hundred passing attempts since the start of twenty-two, he's thirty-third in yards per attempt, below Carson Wentz. He's thirty-third in passer rating, below Davis Mills. He's he's 34th in sack rate, 34th in completion percentage, and 30th in success rate. Guaranteed $230 million. Out of 41 quarterbacks with 100 attempts, he's 40th in yards per attempt between Colt McCoy and Joe Flacco. I guess that's from last year. (laughs) Wow. He's 41st in in passer rating. Dead last. McCoy and Joe fucking Flacco. Jesus Christ. So so some of that's obviously some stats from last year, but I mean, it's just, you're not, again, that was, well, since the start of 2022, that's, that's, that's the ticket. So if you're living in the land of Colt McCoy and Joe Flacco, right, since 2022, and you're making 230 million, mediocre bill. I mean, you're you're fluffer nuttering your Scrooge McDuck money bags with your you know hand job towels, um, <laughs> and your and your Lauren Boebert buckets, but that's a <laughs> you're low. <laughs> the the LVBs, baby. Yeah. Woo. The LBBs, Lauren Bobert buckets. <laughs> I've heard of Beetlejuice. That sounds more like beat off juice to me. I'm just saying. <laughs> you down with LBB? Yeah, you know me. Oh gosh. <laughs> you down with LBB? Oh man. <laughs> Damn. Oh, not. Let me just type naughty by nature. That's got to be. Is that not in our playlist? Wow. Got to be somewhere, man. Oh, I, 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 yeah, I've got to have it. Yeah. Naughty by nature. Here you go. My man. Are you done with LBB? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you know me. There it is. Perfect. Thank you, MacGuffin. Yes, sir. I appreciate that. (laughs) I didn't know we were going to break out the Lauren Bobert bucket. We're going to have to remember. I like that. The Bobert bucket. Yeah. That's pretty good, man. 
I love you guys. Thanks for all the bullshit, man. It's so good. Anyway, all right, that's probably our cue. The Sean Jackson and the Lauren and the LBB, yeah, and Tally, Mr. Hank. Out where else we're gonna go? So anyway, (laughs) all right, we're gonna take a break. Oh Lord, and come back, and we're gonna we got a couple other games to get to, so we're we're gonna attack those and have a and we need a salute clock. Yep, we do. Happy birthday, salute clock! I know we we do need a birthday salute clock. And Todd, look, man, if you can't make it out to you know to dinner, don't feel bad, man. We'll catch up another night. You can just be like, hey, I'll just be like, like, dude, country lurch. It's okay. I'll visit you later. It's fine. We can catch up another time. Don't sweat it, bro. Don't sweat it. It's fine. We'll have a group hug and a you know long arm of the law reach around another time, Todd. It's okay. (laughs) <laughs> just as long as there's no t- tbb we're good oh no, <laughs> oh, no. leave it damn <laughs> oh no leave it to the uh leave it to the lbb come on man butter bucket <laughs> country lurch Anyway, all right. Now we'll take a break. We'll uh, we'll go stretch your legs, grab a fresh beer. We'll come back have have some shenanigans. As always, keywords of sports and brew. And uh, yeah, we'll be right back. <laughs> so dumb, always. <laughs> yes, sir. Had to stretch our legs for a couple of minutes and uh, water some trees, or water the grass, or just water something. But we are back. And you know what? I think, gentlemen, uh, we need to go ahead and do a, a salute o'clock. I think that's muy importante because remember. I'm talking to America here. That's, that's right. right. We're talking to America here. <laughs> <laughs> Damn straight. So, you know what? Let's do a little, 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 bur- let's set the table, man. It's my birthday weekend. I'm in the, the home stretch countdown to 50, which is really weird. <laughs> you know, it, it doesn't feel like 30 was that long ago. It certainly doesn't feel like 40 was that long ago. Uh, and now, now you know, I'm going to be 46 this year. So all of a sudden you're like, here comes 50. Very strange. That being said, uh, I've already enjoyed two Coronas. So I hydrated. And now I'm enjoying a uh, Stone Down Understruck IPA. And uh, that is a tasty... That's a tasty beer, man. For sure. I'm a fan of that one. And, of course, I have my Jack Daniels. I have bad news, though. I, I finished I finished both bottles of Jack Daniels because it, it took both bottles to get one mixed drink out of it. I was like, oh, no. Bro. Guess I got to go to the ABC store, man. <laughs> Sounds like someone <laughs> Yeah, thank you. That is a that is a ten yard penalty and a loss of down. That's about right. Damn. I'm talking to America here. Yeah, get some Jack Daniels. Is what is is really what they're saying. Damn. Not one, but two bottles of JD. Two. Yes. Peace out. Yeah, man. Disappointed, but down under struck. Mm. It's a good beer. 
a little robust. I don't know if it's uh, it may not be your speed, Shannon. <clears throat> I know you're not a huge IPA guy. Nah. Hmm. Woo. Although I got to tell you, I've uh, I've I've really been on the Corona train and the lighter beers the past. I don't know, probably about the past month, maybe two months. And so uh, I haven't been drinking as many IPAs. I still like the IPAs. But like I just felt like I had overcommitted to the IPAs and I was living in IPA land and I needed to almost have like a, a palate reset. And, yeah. so I, and so I've been drinking the lighter beers. And what's weird about it is when I go and I have an IPA, I'm like, ooh, that's a strong beer, buddy. Great day. Like, like it really hits different when you take a break from them for a while. <laughs> it really does. Good stuff. And I guess, look, it's Oktoberfest season. I normally am not real keen. I find Oktoberfest to be a little sweet. But uh, I, I might have to, uh, I don't know. I might have, maybe, maybe I'm going to partake in some Oktoberfest action. Just no pumpkin spice. No, no interest. No. Not doing that. I'll leave that to y'all and to Sarah and to whoever likes pumpkin beers. Not me. Oktoberfest yep, and, the only one and I would lagers ever and a pilsner. That's as far as I'm going to go. Rum barrel pumpkin from Hardingwood. It comes in at about a 12%. So. Well, a rum, you had me at rum barrel. So yeah, that's that's the only one I would ever recommend to you. Mm. Mm. So right. that it's got some stank on it to cut the sweets. So. I like I like some stank. Yeah, you know that. You know that. But that's literally the only one I would probably ever recommend to you. So mm. that we'll leave it at that. Are y'all gonna make a uh, rum barrel? Are you are you doing any pumpkin spice beers at? Uh... Nah, no, nah. We we. I feel like I'm T'Challa. We don't do that here. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do that. Have people been asking? Nope. No. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. And if they did, we don't do that here. We don't do that here. That's all right. That's okay. You, I mean, again, you know how I feel about pumpkin beers. Trying to get out of here and be the best coach I could be, and I look up and I read some bull junk that they said about us. Yeah, pumpkin beers. It's some bull junk, man. Yeah, I don't care if they. Oh, actually, skipped a. I didn't we don't mean, talk about. No I actually hit the wrong button and ended up skipping past the part that I wanted, but that's okay. I have this saved in multiple places. They made it. It was just gonna be a good game. It was just gonna be a good beer. They messed around and made it personal. Fucking pumpkin beers, man! You made it personal. It was gonna be a great test, a battle of Colorado, but they messed around and made it personal. That's right. Don't show up. Don't show up. Any damn pumpkin beers. Don't do it. Make it personal. F around to find out. <laughs> yeah, F, yeah. The fuck around to find out on the pumpkin beers is way up, way up there for me. Don't do it. <laughs> don't, don't, don't do it. Don't brew it. <laughs> we don't do that here. <laughs> we don't. Anyway, all right, <laughs> Shannon, what you got, bro? <laughs> well, in honor of you tonight, I'm indulging in some Captain and Coke. Nice Mexi Coke. Look, look at you. Just for you your birthday and then um i want to give a shout out to center of the universe uh specifically chris ray i bought a four pack from our chester kroger of the center of the universe mm -hmm. and one of the cans it just didn't seal correctly mm -hmm. and it you know and randy's had this issue with art like sometimes it just it it just kind of goes in you know the can just seals in but there it hasn't been opened yet 
And um, I, I, I emailed him up. And I was it like, just hey, kind of goes just in. Wanted to let you, you trying to squeeze Chester an inch Kroger. in on me somewhere? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> so Chester Kroger screwed you guys over a little bit. <laughs> and uh, my man sent me a $15 gift card. Hey. So I was like, oh, thank you. Nice. So, yeah. Good. Like, I was like, you didn't have to do it. I just wanted to do it for quality control. He goes, no, nah, I want to make sure you get your... Uh, four pack and you can enjoy it uh fully you know and i was like that was was really nice of you so shout out to center universe thank you so much they do have good beer they do Mm -hmm. i love um if it's one beer i buy regularly from kodu it's the pocahoptus yes that's a good yes i know that's your jam one of your jams yeah from from center of the universe yeah pocahoptus love that beer love that beer Better on site, but still very tasty canned. Understood, yes. Mm-hmm. It, it, that's that's always the thing that gets me about a Hardywood. Like I like the Hardywood beers on site, but like I, I just I haven't enjoyed those beers as much when I've bought them at stores for whatever reason. It, it's always better at site. Yeah, but on, on site I feel like Hardywood's Hardywood's beers are so good, but I have I just haven't had good luck buying their beer and, and doesn't matter bottles cans doesn't matter, but when I'm hanging out there, mm-hmm. so I've learned my I lesson. I just need someone to drive me home after one of those things, man. You know, <laughs> that, that's the problem. True story. <laughs> What's your excuse? <laughs> yeah, I'm McG- drunk. Yeah, <laughs> hmm, gosh, excuse Bless me. You. Great day. Don't bullshit me. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Uh, Randy, what you got, bro? You should not drink and bake. Remember that, MacGuffin. Yes, sir. Speaking of Hardywood. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I actually have me a uh, peach triple. Mm. Because <laughs> you know me in triples. <laughs> you you do love some triples, bro. Or yes, like do. this. Yeah. There's and the thing is, there's so many good ones out there too. It's it's crazy the different whether it's like Le Fin de Monde or oh, Le if Fin you de get Monde, the new Belgium yeah. triple or Golden Monkey. Just there's so many different tasty triples out there. It's just not fair. I do love some Le Fin. That's a beer I have not had in a long time. But I love I loved me some Le Fin de Monde back in the day. Definitely one of the sweeter triples that I've had. Yeah, but for whatever reason, like that's that's on my will drink list, and um, you know, I, I'm not typically I'm not real keen on the sweet sweeter beers, mm-hmm. um, but I make an exception for that one, just because it's just a damn good beer, dude. Yeah, it definitely is damn good beer. Hmm. Is that it? You got anything else? No, just this, but definitely here's to you, birthday boy. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Salud. 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 I know. I'm disappointed we're going to have this stormy weekend. I was really hoping we were going to have an action-packed Saturday, but uh, Mother Nature's going to curveball us. So, I don't know. Uh, We'll do a dinner out and about. I don't know if Logan's soccer game will get rained out, his Y soccer game. We'll see. And if uh, who knows, maybe we'll get lucky and Saturday night will will be clear enough where we can just fire a pit and 
And there's fuck around and find out, but we like to fire pit and, and find out or fuck around and fire pit. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> so <laughs> so we'll, we'll see how Saturday night goes. We'll see. But uh, I don't know. I appreciate that, gentlemen. And a, another year, another beer, and I'm still here. You know what I'm saying? My man. Mm-hmm. And don't worry, in uh, seven months, I'll be essentially right behind you in uh, doing the back half to, towards 50. So I know. It, it's weird. It is. It's weird. Other than, you know. The fact is that we don't feel it, and that's really what's important. No. I don't know how old I actually feel, but it certainly isn't how old I actually am. <laughs> like, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, no, no, no deal, no dice, no dollar. It's, it's very strange. And if we really want to know how 50 feels, we just ask Todd. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's cold. That may not be a reach around, but I think that is a breach around, Randy. <laughs> Wow. Shots fired. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Giles. <laughs> hey, that was that was good. Yeah, that was. <laughs> I have when you least expect it. <laughs> Is that what she said? Hey now. Whoa. Whoa. Mm. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, Shannon. <laughs> Blame it on the captain. No, no, no. That's all you, bro. <laughs> no, no, no. That's all you. The captain. <laughs> He's running the Rod Gardner over there. Oh, my God. I, oh, gee. I haven't done 50-50s in the Rod Gardners. That's a throwback. Dude, Shannon, I used to get absolutely lit up. I would I would be like Bon Jovi Blaze of Glory on the, on the Rod Gardner <laughs> drinks. The old 50-50s. Half liquor, half... Uh, half Bro. Uh, bro. Woo. Uh, Randy, were you there Were you there that time at the Chili Cook-Off? I think it was, it was, a, it was a... Maybe it was a concert. We were at the... Um, I, guess, I don't know if it was a Chili Cook-Off, but it, we, we, it was a whole big crew of us at some show that was at like the... Uh, State uh, the racetrack, the Virginia Amphitheater. Yeah, it probably was a chili cook-off and where you basically had 50-50s of uh, Dr. Pepper and yeah, 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 yeah. Captain. And, and, like, I cleared out a whole section around us where we were sitting. Because you were screaming like Chewbacca, like, as loud as you yeah, could practically. I was so loud and obnoxious, and every time the cops would pass by, like, I'd, I'd pass out or black out for, like, just long enough for the cops to go away, then I'd wait back up and be like, Rah! <laughs> you have he'd, to he'd have a he'd have a, his beer underneath his seat. Someone tried to move it because he was going to kick it over, and he just grabbed the hand and be like, "Don't touch my beer." <laughs> yeah, no. Well, that was like I mean, it was like back in the day, man. Yeah, like I would be three sheets to the wind. But if, if somebody was like, "Well, I'll," I, we were at a party somewhere. I think it may have been Melinda's house. Uh, so you know, it's a long time ago, and uh, I, I I just got crushed, man. I, I, I what you know, whatever it was, I was out. <laughs> And that, that was that's probably the teddy bear incident. It could have been in, in somewhere. Someone was like, "Well, I could drive Justin's car," and I was like, "Boom!" I was like, I, I, "Nope, no, nobody yeah, drives my Penny. car." But She's me. like, "Yeah, I can drive Justin's car." I swear to Christ, I'll just just sat straight up. Was like, I'm good. Let's go. <laughs> like there was just, I was like, okay. <laughs> like that 15 minute power nap sobered his ass yeah. right up. I mean, did he go to Kimbe Matumbo? Not in my house. Not in my yes. car. <laughs> 
It's like, yeah. no one is touching my car but me? Yeah. Fuck off. No, like, for real. Like, I, I, w- I would be, like, I, I would be definitely in saucy land. And I would take, like, a 15 or 30-minute power nap. I'd wake up. I'd be good to go, dude. <laughs> like, I was like, let's roll. <laughs> it really is incredible when you think about it. I don't know that I can do that anymore. Uh, oh, our 20s. Man. Yeah. Yeah, the 20s. Our <laughs> yeah. magical 20s. decade. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's one word for it. <laughs> the forties, not so much. A little bit less. <laughs> that's okay though. All right, uh, let's get back on task. Let's get back on task. We've we've uh, gone off on a couple of random tangents. By the time we're talking about teddy bears and nobody's driving Justin's car, <laughs> we've probably gone a little a little little far on the fuck around and find out curve. But uh, <laughs> let me tell you what. You know who's fucked around and find out, man? Sean Payton, bro. He he was he was dumping all kinds of dirt on Hackett and you know let's ride up in Denver and so far you haven't done a lot better than Hackett did, bro. As far as the record, and, man. Broncos country, you all still riding? Like, yeah. What's going on? Yeah, they're, they're riding through a lot of L's. Is what they're riding to. <laughs> um, look, I I don't know how good Washington is. What I will say is this: I take a lot of satisfaction out of this year, and uh, we've we didn't really record over the summer, which on on some level is kind of a shame, because the whole Burgundy and Sold thing with Snyder finally selling the team, it, it's just so fantastic. Because um, I've refused to give any money to that damn team for a long time. I'm so glad that Dan Snyder is gone. F that guy. Uh, and and I don't know what this year is going to be, but. And I don't know what Sam Howell is going to be, okay? But I love the fact that uh, one of my friends from my master's program, um, who was served in the military and was in Iraq, and it, it, it ended up, ended up being—he's he, a priest, so he's like in like divinity school. He went to UNC and he went to Duke. What a weird combo! But anyway, he lo- he loves UNC, and so he had some random comment on like a Bleacher Report or some article. Where they were talking about Sam Howell, and he called him Slinging Sammy Howell. And I was like, you know what? I will allow that, right? <laughs> I will allow that for right now. Because that's a, first of all, anytime you're going to make a reference to Slinging Sammy Ball, you know, that's a pretty bold statement, right? You know, in context of the Washington Redskins and the history of the NFL. So, you know, Sammy Ball was a, a hell of a guy, right? Hell of a career. But it's early. But Sam Howell has had a couple of moments where you go, I think this guy might have some juice. And that was a rough game against Denver, right, out of the gate. And I thought to myself, oh, my God, I can't believe this. In between PIs and deep balls and who is this Mims fucker? (laughs) All of a sudden, it's like 21 to 3 Denver. I'm like, oh, God, I should have just DVR'd more of this game. Why am I watching this crap? And, and then, the, the, dude, things shift. Things shift. Wilson rolls out, and Washington just tattoos this guy, forces a fumble, they recover. Sets up the touchdown drive. It's fourth and goal. Hal hits Logan Thomas. And Thomas, look, Kareem Jackson, you deserve that ejection, dude. You deserve that ejection. You launched at Logan Thomas's head. You 100% deserve to be ejected. Period. End of story. Okay, a dirty pool. I don't know how Logan Thomas held on to that damn ball. I really don't, but he did. And they get the two-point conversion. 
close the 21-11. But that third quarter throw where Howell hit McLaurin, that, that touchdown was beautiful. Dude, throw it up, give your guy a chance to go make a play, trust him. And my understanding, I mean, the threading the needle there. My understanding of that is that he and McLaurin had a conversation, and it was if the safeties did X to put the ball here. Well, the safeties did X, what they talked about. And and Howell had a decent pocket, and he moved, right? Mm-hmm. So we could make that throw. That throw was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Because it was well-timed. That's a throw with anticipation, placement. And McLaurin's a hell of a wide receiver. Yes, he is. Like, legit. But that throw was beautiful. And, you know... That catch was just as beautiful. That catch Mm -hmm. was beautiful. And I I don't know what Sam Howell's ceiling is. I know he's not a big guy, but he's thick. Randy, you and I can appreciate the, th- the thickness, right? <laughs> yep. We're thick dudes. Sam Howell's a thick dude. He's not tall, right? But he's thick. And uh, his willingness to take a hit, his willingness to stay in the pocket, and his his ability, and he's got a good arm. Kind of, he's got to make up for his height. He's not short, short, but he's not tall. I think he's six foot. So he's not a big guy. But he's a thick guy, so that's going to help him. But his willingness to stay in pocket, to move around, to take a hit, to to lay his body out there, he's taking a couple of pretty serious licks, and he just, like a Timex, keeps on ticking. But that throw was beautiful. And that's the kind of throw you watch somebody make, and you go, damn, dude, there might be something. There might be a little extra juice on this this dude. There might be something here where he's not just – all right, we don't have a ton of games. We don't. It's early, but that throw—that was a money. That was a money throw, dude. And we can give tons of credit to McLaurin, but you had to stick it there, and he did. There was a lot of coverage. There were a lot of DBs there. That was a gutsy throw. He threw it where only he could catch it. Perfectly placed. Perfectly placed, and that tied that game up twenty-one to twenty-one. Brian Robinson was out there balling out. And I tell you, in retrospect, that trade they made with the Saints, where the Saints took Olave, worked out for both teams. Because Olave's good. But the but Washington turned those picks into several players. Uh, but Brian Robinson? Money. Now, look, that game got all kinds of bananas with that, that Hail Mary at the end. Wilson launching that 50-yard bomb. Gets bobbled, gets tipped, gets caught in the end zone. First of all, knock the damn thing down, y'all. Seriously. Seriously. But that comeback, that was wild. And we can argue about the PI on the two-point conversion. There's definitely contact. Definitely contact. As somebody that remembers all the contact in the end zone at the end of that Giants Washington game last season, I kind of feel like suck at Sean Payton. You <laughs> get over it. <laughs> <clears throat> but you know, you gotta remember you gotta play better than a ref's ref. 
True. You do. Uh, I don't think it was egregious. I think there was contact. I don't think it was egregious. I wouldn't have been offended had they flagged it. Right? But I'm glad they let him play. But that 18... I think it was an 18-point comeback, man. It was. That's that's incredible. For Sam Howell to do that? Yes. Yeah. Sam Howell, by the way, is the third quarterback in Washington history to win his first three starts in the Super Bowl era. Now, one of these names, I'm like, all right, Billy Kilmer. The other one I wouldn't have guessed. <laughs> and I won't ask you all to guess it because you won't. <laughs> you won't be able to get it. So Billy Kilmer in 71 and Todd freaking Collins in 2007. Wow. Yeah, really? I would not have gotten no, that one. No. First of all, it's not a name I've heard in a while. I haven't thought about Todd Collins in a long time. Another Todd on the sports brew? What? Yeah. Here's a, here's a really, I don't know if it's a fun factoid, but you're going to get this. It's, it's, it's a, at least a weird, a weird factoid. So, 18-point comeback wins on the road by teams in the same division in the same week. Because remember, the Giants came back against Arizona on the road. Washington came back against Denver on the road. The last time this happened was 1999, and it was also two NFC East teams. You want to guess who they were? Because I bet you'll, you might get one. You ain't Dallas. getting both. Dallas is one of them. Troy Aikman was, was still there. And I think Washington was decent at that time. It was not Washington. No. Nope. Well, New York or Philly? Wasn't New York? Was Philly. not Philly. Oh, shit. It was five. Uh, Arizona. Arizona. Yeah. 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 Oh, God. That's right. I. Isn't that weird to think that it, it was Jake Plummer in the Arizona Cardinals? Fucking Jake the Snake, are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy cow, what a callback. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's weird to, to think back to the divisions being that, and it's so strange to think that Arizona was in the NFC East. The NFC East, and we go into Arizona. Yeah. It's so, so goofy. Well, I mean, it's just as crazy when you think about how the NFC West was when they had Atlanta and New Orleans in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or that, that Seattle used to be in the AFC. AFC West, yep. Yeah. Like, there, there's, there's, you're like, huh, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? So, anyway, uh, look, Washington had a 32-3 scoring outburst. Washington scoring outburst. How often do you get to use that statement? <laughs> you know once, what I mean? once momentum swung in their favor, oh. I mean, it was just, it was impressive. Yeah. So, I haven't seen something like that out of Washington in God knows how long. Now, look, that was that was a hell of a win. Uh, and I, I think fans, I think Washington fans can take a lot of satisfaction in that. And look, I, I don't know what Hal's going to be. I don't know. But you got to appreciate what he's done and his growth so far. And, you know, you, you got to look at what's going on with B enemy and, and every game has its own flow. So sometimes in the, in the front end or the middle of the game, you're like, what the hell are y'all doing? Right. What's going on? But they, they certainly sorted it out and they handled business. It took a minute, but they handled their business. So very satisfying. 
I don't have a lot of faith in, or let me rephrase that. I don't have a ton of confidence that they're going to be able to handle business versus Buffalo. They might be competent. And I've said before, I want fighty competitive. So if we get good Josh Allen, they shouldn't beat Buffalo, right? You get turnover party Josh Allen, they'll have some opportunities. <laughs> um, it, it just it just depends which Josh Allen shows up. But that's going to be a good litmus test of where they're at against a better team. So we'll see. Uh, before it gets too late, and we have a couple of other, other NFL games to get to, but I did want to take a moment before it gets too late. Uh, this this might be more relevant for Shannon than for you, Randy, so forgive me. But I did want to take a moment and talk about a, a couple of college football things. Number one, ha-ha, Tennessee still can't win in Florida. Ridiculous. <laughs> Alabama, by the way. And they get all feisty about it. They do get all feisty about it. You got to learn to win in Florida, man. You got to. Uh, Alabama did beat South Florida, but it's 17-3. to that is the fewest points in a win for Alabama since defeating LSU 10 the donut in 2016. If you're a Bama fan, it's okay to be a little worried. I don't think all the, the, the Nick Saban retirement speculation is, is the hole you need to go down. Uh, but they need to sort out their quarterbacks. Is that yeah. Bama used three quarterbacks so far this year? Well, yeah. Amelro is decent. He He's just got to get his shit together. The other two guys, oof. I mean, you're playing South Florida, and you put 17 on the board. Not like, enough. Come on, bro. I know. I mean, if you're a Bama fan, you got to be kind of going, uh, wait, what the fuck just happened? Shannon. Because that's and just the, something you're other, not used to. Yeah, the other part of that is, is the, the offense coordinator. It seems th- that the coach that gets ostracized you know, every offseason becomes a Bama offense coordinator. And right now, I, bro, no, that ain't it. That ain't I mean, that. It, it doesn't hurt my feelings that they're struggling, but it's still, it's just the idea that you're not used to seeing that. It's like, I'm just watching, looking at the scores. Cause I mean, obviously I'm trying to get to see what Syracuse is up to. It's nice to actually get to see them play this past weekend, but just the idea of going, the hell is this? Wait a second, Bama? What? It's like, okay, I'm not gonna complain. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, Bama, I mean, you know, n- no pun intended, but Bama pretty much rolls everybody. Roll tide, hello. Roll um, tide. But you know, can we give a little love to all the basketball schools for a minute? <laughs> Duke, Kentucky. North Carolina, North Carolina, <laughs> Syracuse, Syracuse, Kansas, Kansas. Uh, oh my God! Yeah, UCLA, all of them three. Shannon, I gotta ask you: Is it me, or has NIL really messed with Dabo and and uh, Saban? We are so fucked. I mean, right? Yes, yes, yes. They are. And I, the NIL and the transfer por- transfer portal. I don't. I don't. Clemson's done a terrible job handling the transfer portal scenario. So let let me tell you guys a story and of a lovely lady who was living with three. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. 
So my cousin, no Brady dated the guy who who got a quote unquote scholarship to Texas one year, mm-hmm. and this is back in the Vince Young days. Mm-hmm. And he he and I just sat down. We were talking sports, and he was like, "Yeah, you know, Mac Brown sat me down, talked to me, promised me all this stuff, and I literally just sat the bench and did jack squat for." four years <laughs> okay and and this and he was he was pissed about it right because he's like i was promised all this stuff by the coaching staff and never got to do any of it as much as coaches hate this it holds them accountable that's true okay if you're going to promise these young men what you're promising, then you need to follow through on it. it. If they don't see what they need to see, then yes, they need to be able to transfer or have the opportunity. Let's put it that way. Some guys want to wait their turn because, you know, they, they love that university and I get that, you know, and there's been some guys that, you know, these these huge schools like Alabama, like some of these running backs have waited their turn. But, you know, some of these kids just want a chance to shine. And if you're going to promise them all the world and deliver them shit, then, yeah, they 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 have they need that opportunity to transfer to go somewhere where they can shine. Whether you like it or not, because the coaches God forbid that they can leave whenever the hell they want. Mm-hmm. But the student athletes, you know, oh, God, no, they can't do that. I mean, Jalen Hurts and Joe Burrow come to mind in terms of transfers who made something out of themselves. Yeah. No shit, dude. <laughs> I mean, them, them boys. Whew. And the thing Those is, are the is poster were... boys of the transfer portal. I mean, they went, they were in great schools, but they were just not going to get the opportunities they needed. So. Yeah, and, I don't blame him for leaving. And you could throw Shador Sanders in there at this point. I mean, the kid's looking phenomenal. Oh, sure. He was at Jackson State last year. Now he's at Colorado with his dad. And, yep. I mean, they're balling. Sh- I, I don't Shador think they're winning this weekend in Eugene oh. against Oregon. That's going to be um, a, a tall hey, a, a tall. Hey, anything can happen, you know. Sure. It's it, after sure, all. sure. Anything can happen, but that that's a tall order. It's tall and order. Hey, no no Travis Hunter and and no. it just they just don't have the depth. You know, like they they got some talent and they give them the credit, but the depth the depth is going to kill them this year against uh, Oregon and USC. I would imagine is. their lines are going to be problematic. Yes. It's, it's one the, thing. The it, offense and defensive lines, like that's what they're addressing now for next year. But because, because Shannon, I think it consensus is you can get skill position players in the portal. You got a lot of options, much harder with linemen. Yeah. Much harder with linemen. So, and I know that's a little bit of a, of a topic jump, but Shiloh Sanders, Shador Sanders, woo, had some moments. They they did, and the kids can ball, man. And that was a fun game. Uh, and it, it it's crazy. Like last year, you never would have thought Colorado, Colorado no. State would have been like a national game, no. but no, 
I, I've recorded all three Colorado games and watched all three Colorado games, and that was a fun watch. I uh, I I didn't re- <clears throat> record. Well, I mean, I recorded it, but I, I tried to watch it live. Mm-hmm. All right. First of all, I always forget that college football games take four hours. Too long. <laughs> Too long. That that was a um, for this season. That was an outlier because. They they've cut down on the first down rule where uh, the chains stop the clock. That 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 has stopped. But uh, I think they combined for almost thirty penalties in the game. A lot of penalties. Yeah, the penalties well, killed it. The forty three thirty. You know, I thought CSU it, would stand for Colorado State University, but watching that game, it really stood for Cheap Shot University. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> But look, like I, I watched the first quarter and then I fell asleep with a beer in my hand. We were in Charlottesville. My man. So I was chilling. <laughs> I was watch I was watching that game like in bed. Sarah was asleep beside me. I think she was like, Oh my god, what are you doing starting a football game at like ten thirty? I'm like, Well, this is when it's on. What do you want? So she had a pillow over her head going to sleep and I'm sitting here watching this football game and the first the first quarter was like, you know, it was all kinds of feisty and fun. And then I was out, and then I, I woke back up for the fourth quarter, and I'm like, what the hell is going on? Um, and it, th- that game was nuts, dude. That game was nuts. But Colorado State, I'll give them credit for fighting. Yeah. They don't get credit for the cheap shots, though. And they they took a lot. They took a lot. I, I can appreciate their effort. Um, I can appreciate playing hard, but... Yeah, you know, and, was, and and look, cheap, uh, that that Blackburn kid shot on Travis Hunter. I know, like that 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 was that that was straight. What does Dion call it? Um, oh God, what he just called Bulls how, something. How Blackburn wasn't ejected? I is, mean, that was deliberate. Of course, it was. The ball was on the ground. He blew him flat up. out deliberate. No, that that and was that was that was a terrible look for the officiating. It was a terrible look for Blackburn. But it's terrible, terrible look for him. I do credit Deion Sanders for sticking up for him in a press conference this week. He did because the he kid's did. been getting death threats and yeah, like the kid played his tail off. And he made a horrific mistake, but death threats are not the way to go. No, no. Here's that, a, that. here's actually uh, Dion's. Um, this I don't know how long this clip is. I'm gonna gamble here, but this was Dion talking about Henry Blackburn getting death threats. Henry Blackburn, I want you guys to record this and run with this. Uh, Henry Blackburn is a good player who played a phenomenal game. He made a tremendous uh, hit on Travis on the sideline. You could call it dirty. You could call it he was just playing the game of football. But whatever it was, it does not constitute that he should be receiving death threats. That that's This is still a young man trying to make it in life, a guy that's trying to live his dream and hopefully graduate with honors or degree, uh, committed to excellence, and go to the NFL. He does not deserve a death threat over a game. At the end of the day, this is a game. Someone must win. Someone must lose. Everybody continues their life the next day. Very unfortunate. I'm saddened if there's any of our fans that's on the other side of those threats. I would hope and pray not. 
but that kid was just playing the best of his ability, and he made a mistake. So I forgive him. See you. Um, our team forgive him. Uh, Travis is he's forgiving him. Let's move on. But that kid does not deserve that. You know, which is is a very high road take. It is. He didn't have to go out there and say that kind of stuff. He didn't have to do that. He didn't have to own that. Mm. But he did. He did. And I know a lot of people like to bag on Dion and hate on Dion, but he's done a, a really commendable job of reading the college football environment mm-hmm. and getting out there and he knows how to work the media, <laughs> clearly. He's got a, a, a f- tremendous grip on whether it's PR stuff, media, media relations, media spin. I mean, he worked in the media and obviously he did. Yeah. You know, neon Dion. I mean, that that's a dude. And you hear all kinds of stories about how much he loves the camera. And there's Dion, there's neon Dion camera mode and there's Dion Sanders off camera mode. And they're different. They're different. Um, but I think he deserves a, a lot of credit for how we handled that. Uh, you can nitpick certain things. Uh, with him or with the team or or with whatever, fine, have at it. But that was a high road response, and he is right. You know, the 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 kid made a mistake. He doesn't deserve death threats over it. He doesn't deserve mm-hmm. to get doxxed and you know worry about his own personal safety in the real world. I mean, that's excessive. Now, granted, we say that, and of course, we got all. I mean, who knows? How, like, I feel like I've seen so many clips about fights in the stands in the NFL, like this past week. That Patriots fan that got punched in the head and ended up dying. Uh, awful, awful, freaking awful. Some of this other stuff, and uh, you know, again, likes to fight guy and drunk likes to fight guy at NFL. Get games. the fuck out of here! It's a fucking game, people. I, I mean, know. seriously, it's. it's- it's if you're, and if it's like if you're one of those people that like to issue death threats over a college game, first of all, get help because clearly you have a problem. <laughs> but yeah. still, there's no there's there's no room for that sort of stuff in sports in general. It doesn't matter what sport it is. You know, it's it's a season. There's going to be ups. There's going to be downs. Yeah. There's always next season. You can't just be so locked in to college or pro to the point of where you're willing to you know spew hate just because things didn't go your way it's ridiculous see one of the things that and and randy like we haven't or actually both you guys we haven't gone to a game together and i don't even remember the last time we all went to a football game together i can tell you when that was was it was it was it (laughs) that was the that was the 52 to 14 debacle um frank gore's rookie season that's a long time ago yeah, uh, was. Shannon was hey. the, the last game we went to. The time was that the one you tried to rip Todd's shirt shirt off, and you're doing push up challenges. Um, we we went to that. One. Did you go to the playoff game against the Packers? Yes. Okay, so that was probably the last. I that was the Bengals game, I believe, opening day a number of years ago. But the Packers game, I think, was the last game I went to, mm-hmm. and uh, I'd gotten. I wasn't with the guys I was with, but. Um, I'd gotten seats in the 200s, and I was sitting with a dude that I guess was a friend of one of Amber's friends from Jersey. He had come down because he was a lifelong uh, Skins fan, 
and we're sitting in the 200s. And as, as soon as kickoff happens, we look over and there's a like a young 20-year-old dude just starts vomiting. Oh, yeah. I remember this. <laughs> and literally, <laughs> the security comes over, removes the kit, removes them. And I'm like, you paid over $200 for this seat. And you got so liquored up, you got kicked out out of literally kickoff. You got kicked kicked out of man, kickoff. You got to pace yourself, dude. You got to like, pace yourself. That, come that's, on, man. That's a rookie. Come on, man. That's a rookie mistake. But what I was going to say is I think it surprises people that, you know, hang out with me. I can be very boisterous and very loud. But when I go to a football game, I'm not a rah-rah guy. Same. Same. I'm just not. I like to absorb, and I know this sounds weird. I don't mind a little bit of banner with people. That's fine. I don't get hostile, though. I'm not interested in that. No. You know what I mean? And if somebody's a prick or hostile, I usually just I just don't deal with them. But I like to go, and I just like to listen. I like to feel the game. I like to absorb the game environment. So, like, a lot of times, like, I, I don't stand up and yell and stomp. And, like, if you wouldn't see me hanging over a wall, like, like, that's just not what I do. I like to, I just like to, to absorb the game. The sounds, the crowd, well, the, the not drunk AF <laughs> obnoxious likes to fight guy crowd. You know what I mean? So, I'm not yeah. instigating anything. I'm just at a game having a good time absorbing the environment. And, uh... But it, it it's hard, man. Like it's just the I don't want to be like what's well, toxic. I, I hate to go down that road, but I definitely over the years I've enjoyed going to games less and less because there's so many assholes in the stands. Oh my God, dude! <laughs> you know what I mean? Like seriously, and it it just it sucks. It I mean, sucks, dude. Like, I can tell you, my very first NFL game, and mm -hmm. this is, like, the greatest accident in the history of sports, was the Patriots-Colts goal line stand game of 03. Mm -hmm. When uh, Willie McGinnis faked the injury on third down and came on fourth <laughs> down and stuffed the Colts. I can what? tell you, he leaving the stadium that day, like, there was no, like, hatred. Like, we were all just, like, it was such a great game, like Patriots fans and Colts fans. We were all just sitting there, just like, "Holy shit! What a what a great game!" Like that was just awesome, mm -hmm. and it was fun. And like there was no like vitriol or hatred or anything. But as we all know, that was the beginning of the Brady Manning rivalry. Mm -hmm. But like there was no like what you see anymore. Like just just the people take it so seriously anymore and it's like get your head out of your fucking ass well i mean think about some of the games we've witnessed where a player is being we and i know, and I know i've seen this with the uh, seattle and san francisco uh, games yeah you know navarro bowman being carted off and then you see people throwing shit at him from the stands while they're getting carted off after being injured it's like what the hell is this seriously yeah see yeah. like that was awful Right. And I think about the Steelers Browns game and think about how that stadium treated Chubb on his exit. 
Oh, they, you know, they were cheering for him, clapping yes. for him. They were showing him the utmost respect, because which is what should be done. That is, right. you understand the difference between game time and somebody's life. You know what I'm saying? Correct. And, and yeah. off field, like I mean, you understand. That could be the last time you see the dude on the field, and yeah, that's who knows? you don't want to make it like the last memory of like, no. oh wow, I so, just threw shit at this guy. No, you cheered for him, hoping he comes back because he's that damn good of a player. Because you can separate out the game from the person. You can separate out the game from somebody's life. And okay, you know yeah. what I mean? And I think that's really important. And some of the, the last couple of games I've gone to, there's just been just extraneous dickheads. <laughs> yeah, you've mentioned there's been a couple where you're yeah. just like, really? Right. I don't want to deal with and this shit. No, I, you know, I don't, I don't want to deal with this crap. And like... I still can't imagine, you know, look, I'd love it if I'd, uh, you know, randomly come into an, uh, enough money that I could be like, well, we'll just go to a box over here. Who cares? But I doubt that's in the cards. So that being said, if I have to be, uh, you know, in a regular spot, I can't imagine taking my kids to that. No. I just can't. I mean, like, there were so many fight videos on Twitter over the and I'm not going to call it X, Shannon. It's still Twitter to me. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, I won't, I won't let go of the Redskins name, so I'm not going to let go of Twitter either. Um, there you go. <laughs> I, I just think but, X Terminator. Just it just happens to flow great with Twitter Terminator, but yeah. you know, whatever. The Twitter Exterminator. Exactly. Yeah, yeah there you go. Um, but I I just can't imagine taking my kids. To some of these things, and uh, you know, Hell no. you, just watching. Well, especially the, the ne- we saw both sides of the spectrum this past weekend. Yeah, where we've seen the one the one crowd being respectful, and then you, we see the fight where the Dolphins fan basically beat the other dude to death for the most part. Yeah, and and we'll see how that story plays out. I think there's more layers to it. You know, sometimes these fights. You just got you just got people running their mouths, and they get into it, and then you got drunk you got drunk guy, and you got likes to fight guy, and sometimes things are fluky, but there's instigators, and you know you, you look there was there was a uh, there was a Ravens fan that got beat up somewhere along the line. There was a fight at FedEx. There was a fight. Uh, there was a fight with 49ers fans. It was like a whole gang of 49ers fans just beating up on each other. It was really crazy. There was a dude that grabbed a, uh, some lady by her hair and threw her down her steps. I mean, just every week, there's the just fuck? every week there's yeah, like these random fight videos, and you're like, "What is going on?" Like, and I always think back a few within the past, I don't know, a couple of years, there was some fight in the Pittsburgh at Pittsburgh, and there was that the, uh, whether it was a, a father or a granddad and and a son or a grandson. You know what I mean? And that little kid was just crying while his dad was getting, like, the shit beat out of him. And you're like, what are you doing, y'all? You know what I mean? Like, what is going on, man? It's a fucking game. You know, uh, look, uh, I'll give... I'll, I'll say this. I don't know how many fights happen with the Bills. I think they take out their aggression on tables. And uh, and, and I'm down with that. It, it, you want to jump off... You want to jump on the tables, elbow drop them, and, and jump in the parking lot, or... If you want to get drugged up and covered in feces and fall down a hole, you know, have at it, right? Like that's, or eat shit like Philly or, fans. Or eat horse shit like, like Eagles fans. 
you know, you can inflict self-harm. And I know we, we're in a self-care era. If you want to inflict self-harm, that's fine too, right? But uh, seriously, one of my, uh, you know, most ridiculous stories of the week is this headline. Bill's fan had to be rescued after being found naked, drugged up, and covered in feces after falling in a hole near the stadium. <laughs> that's so big. Like, if you just read the headline and didn't know the team, I guarantee you most people would be like, Bill's fan. And if Bills it's not, mafia, yeah, yeah. yeah. And if it's not the bill, <laughs> if, if it's not the Bills, hashtag Florida man. It's one of the two. <laughs> My bet would have been Florida man. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. Uh, Erie County sheriffs had to rescue a 29-year-old man who fell into the hole at the new stadium site. He was naked and under the influence of cocaine, LSD, and marijuana. What God the fuck? Dang, dude. <laughs> there's partying, and then there's on, what man. the fuck are you thinking? Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't clearly. No, he didn't. Give Florida man, damn. Yeah, so well, whew, as a mess. But nah, it's just there's a lot of false bravado and a lot of just just assholes. And I it, again, I think there's going to be some more stuff that comes out with that Dolphins Patriots scenario. Um, and, and a lot of it's just people talking shit, and it just it just gets ugly. But that's generally fueled by alcohol. And, you know, just people feeling extra chesty. You know what I mean? Extra chesty, drunk or drugged people and bad choices. You know what I mean? Like, look, dude, if I you're mean, in your... we've f- all been there. Yeah, like, we've made mistakes. But, again, I, I'm not likes to fight guy. You know what I mean? Like, I am, I will defend myself guy, but I'm not here to instigate fights, generally speaking. I mean, I've been in the garage with Randy, and I thought I could go chop for chop. What? And yeah. I found out very quick I could. Yeah, you found the hard way. You found out uh, the hard alcohol way. Alcohol was uh, your fuel for that one. Yeah, it was, and it was a mistake. It it, <laughs> it was a very big mistake. Well, I, that was almost as big of a mistake as as thinking you could run the Eagles tush push with Bryce Young. I know. You know. Sometimes you're just not up to the task, or up to the ass, or up to the ask. If you, you're just, it's just not there. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying. I mean, I mean, <laughs> look, some people need a wristband looking at you, Russell Wilson, right? <laughs> some people need it. Some people need the wristband and this fucking guy, this guy, <laughs> by the way, by the way, by the way. One of my favorite moments of the. I uh, mean, I mean, Whitfield oh. probably could have ran tush push, but that's different. But mm-hmm. <laughs> love you, Matt. <laughs> I like how Justin's like. I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> Come on, Justin. <laughs> He's like, I'm just gonna take a drink of my I beverage. Mean... <laughs> Oh too, but say it, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, I I didn't realize that you know home you know rectal exams were a thing, but you know Whitfield, all about it. So uh, prostate checks, he he's got you covered, man. It's like the you know he misses the yellow pages. Let your fingers do the walking. I mean, what? Oh, oh no! no. <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> Where's ha- the thong song when you need it? Taint, taint, taint happening. Yeah, taint happening. 
<laughs> Disastrous. You guys, you guys are, uh, you guys are especially out tonight. Thank you. Hey, it's your birthday, man. Well, we might all be on the highway to hell. Uh, yes, we are. There's no doubt. Tonight, a, don't pull Matt's fingers. B, don't smell Matt's fingers. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, Jesus. No. <laughs> all righty then. <laughs> no deal. No deal. <laughs> I think he cups his own balls and coughs just for fun. That's God bless. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Well, <laughs> we are so fucked. <laughs> okay. Uh, we're assholes. Shannon, Let's I, just be honest. I was going to say yes, one, of, one of my that's, favorite. That's right. I know one of my favorite parts of the week was uh, Colts tight end Kyle Granson getting his first career touchdown, <laughs> and then having that photo shoot where he had the football like like it was a baby. That was so funny. And I'm glad oh. it, I'm glad he got a lot of uh, social media traction on that. That was hilarious. That 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 was cool. That was fun. That like that's one of those like you do the self gloss, but it's actually fun and mm -hmm. that was cool shit. Yeah. So yeah. props. He had the photo shoot. Respect. I like that. I like that. I like that. Catch some more now. Yeah. Uh, I think I like that more than any uh, any idea that A, Zach Wilson is going to put it together this year, and B, any reliance on Zach Wilson on the hopes that Aaron Rodgers with his innovative Achilles surgery is going to be back in time to save anything of the Jets season. He, he might be able to have an aggressive timeline, and maybe he's ready if they were in the playoffs, but bro... Watching Zach Wilson play, you ain't even getting to the playoffs. So you don't playoffs. Need, playoffs. You don't need that aggressive timeline, bro. Because it ain't Just take so, your time. So let me ask you guys a question. <laughs> and this is my dilemma for survival. I, I'm thinking. I'm, I was going with Jacksonville this week. I knew. I knew San Francisco win, but I want to save them for another week. I had Jacksonville, but I'm thinking New England. Because New England's at the Jets this week. What um, do you think? It's not who I'm using. Mm -hmm. Not who I'm using. I want to say I've got, I think I'm using Seattle. Because they're playing the Panthers in Seattle. Oh, you got that. That That's an easy win. Because yeah. uh, Bryce Young ain't even Bryce, playing. Bryce Young's thing. out. So, uh, by the way, oh. I'll raise a glass to TJ Watt. I wouldn't have guessed this. He's now the Steelers' all-time sack leader. Yes, he is. Mm -hmm. Like that's crazy. I will also raise a glass to the fact that Justin Jefferson, at this point in his career, has more career yardage than any Chicago Bears receiver ever. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't surprise me either. Bro. Hey, but, but, hey but, Chicago. But Shane, back to your dilemma. Hey, I Chicago. Mean... Suck it. <laughs> the Bears still I, suck. 
<laughs> I mean, anyway. you could go New England just because, you know, Belichick likes he, to. I can't imagine New England going 0-3. Like, I just I, I can't. can't. They've been pretty competitive, so I'll give them credit for that. But, yeah. I mean, the way Zach Wilson plays is like watching a monkey fuck a football. So, it's Whoa, just one of those things. Oh, you went Days of Thunder. Wow. Dang, dude. <laughs> monkey f- <laughs> Shannon, have, am I wrong? Shannon, have you not heard that? <laughs> no, before? you're not. Exactly. Right, wait, wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Technically, no. Hold on. <laughs> uh, keep, keep talking, but just hold on. I, I was waiting on the soundbite, but well, I gave you. But, Leroy, I gave you. Leroy, I mean, I think. I think you. I think you'd be safe with the Patriots. Like I said, they've been playing pretty competitively. They've been in they've been in most games. And that's what I've been thinking too. But like Jacksonville's at home versus Houston. Uh, maybe I'll save the Patriots for when they're I, home against the But the, the thing Jets. is, the, the Jacksonville's actually a fairly decent team. You could save them for later in the season. I hear you. I mean, I've You're already You're better used... off getting some of the bad teams out of the way now. Oh, Shannon. I, I, I'm kicking myself for not using Tampa Bay this past weekend. Shannon, this is for you. We messed up big time on Sunday. I had sponsors in the stands, and I'm hugging and holding hands and kissing them in the ear and praying for a good showing. And what do we do? We end up looking like a monkey fucking a football out there. Days of thunder, baby. (laughs) My man. (laughs) Days of thunder, baby. What do we do? We end up looking like a monkey fucking a football out there. (laughs) (laughs) And then he. One of the the few racing movies I've actually watched. No wonder he ended up drinking and flying into a damn alien ship. (laughs) Yeah, right? No wonder. But he saved saved everybody. Saved everyone. Uh, Isn't that the same actor? Am I wrong? I'm pretty sure that's. Yeah. Yeah. Randy Quaid. Yeah, oh my God. By the way, speaking of the Patriots, how do you take away a couple inches from that fat man getting that first down? Dude, dude. Come dude. on, dude. Like, fuck out of here with that shit. Bro, that fat man first down being taken away was robbery. Now, look, the Dolphins deserve to win that game. Let, let's not kid ourselves right. here. The Dolphins deserve to win that game, okay? It, they did. They did. They did. But taking away that fat man first down, that was cruel. That was messed up. That that was messed up. That that lateral from Gusecki, I forget the uh the, the lineman's name, but uh it was initially called a first down. I gotta tell you, I didn't think they were gonna overturn it. I'll I'll straight up I did not think they were gonna overturn that. Um I was not a fan. I and I and I X'd that or tweeted that or whatever. Tua, by the way. Five and zero against Bill Belichick. That's crazy. And I know that's that, a rarefied air right there. I know that's a team stat, and he alluded to that when somebody asked him about this. But he's right. It, he is right. He tied. Do you know the quarterback he tied for the longest win streak versus a Bill Belichick coach team? This has to go back to. The nineties and the Browns. It does. Uh, John Elway. John Elway has four. Damn, he's one of them. Would it be Neil O'Donnell? 
It would be Neil O'Donnell. Nice pull. From mm. from 93 to 95. Yep. Damn. Five in a row. So Tua tied Neil F and O'Donnell. If only Neil O'Donnell had played the Patriots, you know, <laughs> you couldn't play him in the Super Bowl, but yeah. By the way, I know it's only been two weeks, but how impressive is it that uh, if Tua manages to keep up the pace he's at, he could pass for 6,000 yards? Oh, well, that's like saying Pukin. Uh, or, uh, 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 I know it's not going to happen. No. I'm just saying how interesting is it that the potential is there? Not saying it's going to happen. Well, yeah. <sighs> The, I mean, the offense has got you. enough weaponry that it's not I mean, impossible. the weaponry is there, but Waddle's already c- concussion protocol. He is. So, yeah. Um, well, and Tyreek is only going to get but so much. It's, I don't think he's going to get 200 yards receiving as a game. So. I, I've got Tyreek in one of my leagues, so, yeah. well, let, so him get, let him get 300 yards Fantasy. a game. I don't oh, care. yeah. But anyway, the fat man first down, that wasn't, man. I'm disappointed that they took that away. But again, that, that, that was look, highway absurd. robbery. Look, hey, like, come on, man. You you can't you can't take the fat man first down away. No. How how the audacity. And the the audacity and, of the replay crew to do that to that man. It's messed up, dude. Messed up. Kudos to the Dolphins and Mostert, by the way, who had a monster-ass game. Oh, yeah. Former yeah. 49er. Yep. Yep. And uh, clearly, Mac Jones was confuzzled because, uh, you know, look, Devontae, Devontae Parker, I know he was throwing to Devontae Parker. Devontae Parker is no longer a Dolphin. You had the wrong uniform color when you threw that, that interception <laughs> there. I'm just saying. Word of womp, advice. Womp. womp, womp. Right player, wrong uniform. Just saying. Yep. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's rapid fire through a couple of things. Uh, Cowboys, Jets. Uh, side note, number one, Micah Parsons is just an absolute fucking monster. He sacked the bejesus out of Zach Wilson. Uh, we've talked about this ad nauseum. The Cowboys have had a hell of a start to the season. Dax had a strong start to the season. He started that game 13-13. It's the most consecutive completions he's had to start a game in his career. And uh, if you were hoping... That you could go Trent Dilfer, Trent Dilfer, Baltimore Ravens mode with his Jets team. Zach Wilson's a dumpster fire. Oh, dude! <laughs> but I don't understand why they why they didn't run the ball more, and they got the turnovers against Buffalo in Week One. They didn't get them. They didn't get them here against against the Cowboys. Sauce Gardner dropped. A shoulda, coulda, woulda interception. And, and turnovers killed them. They're not going to win games if they're on the opposite end of that. You got to get the pick. And you can't have Dalvin Cook, you know, coughing the ball up. Or Wilson rolling out and throwing dumpster fire ass garbage interceptions. So we mentioned Trayvon Diggs earlier. And, and that, that injury sucks for Dallas. I want you to keep in mind, and again, the caveat is that, is, that, is that the Cowboys have played the Giants and the Jets, right? But do understand that since 1963, and the reason that year is mentioned is because that's when sacks became official. Since 1963, the Cowboys are the only team 
to allow 10 points or less with 10 sacks and five interceptions in their first two games. That's an incredible list. Most definitely. Because the list is them. It's wild. So losing digs is, is tough. Dallas's uh, you know, defense has given up the fewest points and the fewest yards. And Dak hasn't thrown an interception. So they're gonna be up against it replacing Trayvon Diggs, obviously. Uh but my Micah Parsons is a stud. I'm just well, there's saying, definitely been no doubt that the dude is a is a baller. No no doubt there at all. I'm just saying they might want to slow down their role with uh getting Micah Parsons practice reps at tight end. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> <laughs> just just saying. You lost Trayvon Diggs in practice. Let's not lose Micah Parsons. True story. All right. So I will say I'm a bit disappointed in the Jets defense that was which was the number four overall defense last year. Um, just the fact that they just didn't show up to play. But like you said, that team should have run the ball more. They really should have leaned on their running backs to minimize the potential yes. for what we got out of Wilson. And it's it's a it's a shame that the game get just got too out of hand to the point where they really couldn't run the ball. Mm-mm. You know, it's it's I, must be nice though that you know for Dak that the first two games he plays, you know, he's pretty much uh, got the clean uniform there. He does. He did. That'll change. If just, it doesn't change the, in the next couple of weeks. It's going to change week five. I would say so. So just a mess. I I just. Like, I felt, I know a lot of people asked me, I don't know, but conversationally, a lot of people asked me if I thought the Jets were going to sign somebody. And I was like, well, I think they will, but they're going to give Zach Wilson a couple of weeks to see what he is, where he's at, and how desperate they need to be (laughs) with who they're signing. But I guarantee you the Jets have back-channeled a couple of people. I guarantee you. Minnesota. Yeah, I, I think that's going to be very complicated. If people have mentioned moving cousins, I I just don't I don't see it because I don't see it either. But to me, that's the one that makes a lot of sense. Minnesota would have to write off their season if it was if Brock Purdy went down and they wanted to bring in cousins. Like that makes more sense to me than cousins to the Jets. Correct. All right. Just saying. But I guarantee you that the the Jets have established lines of communication with recently retired or unsigned quarterbacks. Matt Ryan, Phillip Rivers, you know, insert whoever. They've got some feelers out there. But I, I really believe they want to give Zach Wilson an opportunity to earn this. But... Oh, bro, Zach Wilson, man, he is who we thought <laughs> he is who we thought we, we thought he was, man. Which is not good, not good, not good, not good. Um, and, oh, oh, I said we were gonna do rapid fire. We got bogged down. Uh, Seahawks thirty-seven, Lions thirty-one. That was definitely a bananas game, Shannon. I agree with you. Maybe we need to get that. The is this going to be? Maybe we need an annual Seahawks Lions game because they've been crazy entertaining. Yeah, last two years have been awesome. Crazy. Uh, let's give them prime time next year. Yeah. Let them have some fun. 
I agree with you. We talked about Fat Man first down. Uh, we'll raise a glass to uh, the Bills. We got good Josh Allen, um, and um, they 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 kicked the shit out of the Raiders. Thirty eight seventeen, but oh, man. dude, Devontae Adams got lit the f up. I forget who tattooed that guy, but he took a rough, rough, rough hit late late in that game. Good God. Uh, it was Josh Allen's 21st outing with three or more touchdown passes. And, and no uh, inter- no turnovers. And Buffalo improved to 13-4 and four in games following a loss since 2019. I'll tell you something that's crazy. Because I think Josh Jacobs is good. And he was the NFL's leading, leading rusher last year. He had a career worse minus two yards on nine carries his day was so bad it marked the first time since the nfl's merger that the league's defending rushing champion finished with negative yardage that's a shit day damn Mm -hmm. that's a shit day so I think we, we talked about Chiefs and Jags. Jags haven't beaten the Chiefs since 2009, which is crazy because I think Trevor Lawrence was in middle school or something at that point. <laughs> well, well, and the interesting thing is if you look at um, the first couple of games, when was the last time you could say that the Chiefs are only averaging like 18 and a half points a game? It's probably been a minute, but – Look, I mean, it's only two weeks, but I, I mean, just the idea that you're not—we're not used to seeing the offense, even at the beginning of a season. Usually, they're firing off pretty good, but this—this this is kind of this is strange and new territory. They needed Chris Jones back, which they have. They need Kelsey back, which he is. Um, those two players are very, very, very important. For them. Jones really made his presence felt in that Jags game. Yes. But it's the, but the Jags also had their opportunities and they just couldn't capitalize on no. them. No, no, they missed they they missed throws. They had sideline end zone feet out of bounds. I mean, they were close, but no cigars on a couple of things. Uh, so kudos to the Chiefs for getting that done. You know, I, I I like the Jaguars. I think they're good. I think they're interesting. I think they've got reasonable upside. But you know, to be the best, you got to beat the best and. And then beat now, the best. This, if this was a week eight matchup, I think that would have been one hell of a game because mm. every, everything would have should have been clicking for both teams. Hopefully, they stay relatively healthy, and I think we would have gotten a lot better game overall. Could have, could have, could have. Um, I know Mark's not here, but I guess we should raise a glass to the Giants outscoring the Cardinals twenty-four to donut in the final eighteen-ish minutes of that game. Biggest uh, comeback win for the Giants since the twenty-one point rally in nineteen forty-nine. Also against the Cardinals, but it's so long ago, I believe they were the Chicago Cardinals yep. <laughs> at that point. Crazy. Crazy. Don't show up for the first six quarters of the season and then just for one half, just like, oh, look, we need to play football. Oh, my God. I mean, the Giants went down 60 to donut over the first, what, six quarters of the year? Crazy. Well, Crazy. and from what... What they uh, the stat they flashed up on the screen tonight? They've been outscored in the first half, sixty-three to six. Jeez, that's awful. In between three that's games, awful. that's that's ridiculous. That's awful. Uh, also awful are, is is the Chargers against anybody in a one-score game. 
look, Brandon Staley, and we mentioned this earlier, you better learn how to put some points on some people or have your team play better defense. You got to blow people out because y'all suck ass in tight games, man. It's football awareness sucks ass. Y'all suck ass in tight games, dude. I mean, 13 of his 18 losses, excuse me, 13 of his 18 losses as the Chargers have, as the Chargers head coach has been by one score or less. The Chargers' last four losses are by three points or fewer. That doesn't include that playoff game. The Chargers have lost five games under Brandon Staley when leading by 10 or more points. That is tied for second most in the NFL since 2021. (laughs) And the Chargers have lost their first two games by a combined five points. Bro. I mean, there's competitive, but still it's kind of it's kind of like what we were talking about with the Packers. Sometimes you just got to find a way to win. Close your game out. Get, you know, but I don't you know. do. They're not there. And the thing is is they're not there. You're wasting good receivers, you're wasting a good running back, a good young quarterback, and it's not and it's not like you have bad pieces on the defense either. I just don't understand how they haven't been able to pull it all together and that's probably why Staley needs to go. There's too much talent on that team to be this bad. I would say if they collapse over the course of the season, Brandon Staley is going to get like, he needs to. Yeah. I think he's going to get fired. Um, Oh yeah. All right. We're going to, again, we're going to rapid fire through a couple of things. Saints Panthers. I just want to say thank you to the saints. They were my survivor pick. So thank you for finding (laughs) a way to win that game and not blow it. I appreciate that. Um, they held Bryce, Bryce Young to 153 yards passing in his home debut, and it was ugly. Y'all made me sweat a little bit, so F you, uh, but thanks for getting that done. Now that you beat the Panthers in the week I took you in Survivor, you can suck bags and lose to the Packers. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I think we've covered everything. Uh, I believe you're, yeah, I believe you're correct. I, I believe so. Uh, special shout out to the Orioles for uh, qualifying for the playoffs. Go you. Hoorah. Also, it's been a while. It, it, yeah, it's been a minute. Also, NFL Week 2, man, the 0 and 2 hole. Here's the dreaded 0 and 2 hole. <sighs> Since 1990, 270 teams began a season 0 and 2. Only 31 of those 270 teams, or roughly 11.5%, have advanced to the postseason. You're 0 and 2. Mm. You're in a pickle. Also in a pickle, Mark's optometrist for getting him those glasses that make him look like uh, <laughs> a, a fat cosplaying Elton John. You know, just saying. Dan- yeah, th- th- those are dangerous. something, aren't they? I'm just kidding, Mark. We love you. I'm sorry you didn't. Ma- I'm sorry you weren't weren't up the snuff to hang out tonight. But I know you got your. I, look, I know the Giants got their ass handed to them. I know it's a bitter pill. I get it. Hey, but at least you could see them getting their ass handed to them with those gigantic <laughs> spectacles you got. You got, you got spectacles for the spectacle. Good for you. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> he didn't dream a dream of that shit show. Just saying. <laughs> anyway, all right. I think oh, it's about that time, Cam. It, gentlemen. It is about that time. It is. It, it, I'd say we are correct. We didn't play a lot. We didn't play enough sound bites uh, 
for sure. But you know, what are you gonna do? I mean, we're we're still trying to shake off the rust. We are rusty. We 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 are we're still trying to shake it off. We are, we are, and Randy, Randy, Randy. I, I, I look, I look. Fuck them. I know Shannon is way behind with Ahsoka. I get it. Yeah. And you and I talked about this, dude. Dark magic, fucking night troopers, man. That shit's crazy. And those last two, these last two episodes of this year of this season, bro. Oh boy. Buckle we're up. We're in for a ride. Buckle up. Buckle up, y'all. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. Can't wait. Look, Filoni. Don't bring me down. Don't let me down. Uh, the dude, he's crafted such an amazing dude, story this, dude, for this series. The amount of, pe- the amount of people complaining. How are you not giving me Taylor Swift, bro? Because you haven't even watched Ahsoka, you fuckface. Oh, what motherfucker. I'm just saying. Look, you're asking, you got requests, and you're not even, like, you know. You're not even living up to this thing, man. Wait a second, wait a second. We got all these these rumors in this chit-chat about Taylor Swift, about uh, Travis Kelsey, but did Taylor Swift break him off so that Travis Kelsey has to shake it off on his own? Just saying. Maybe. I I think Jason Kelsey just called in and said to let it go. (laughs) And Pat McAfee just called in and said, let's go bang, bang through, you know. Well, I'm sure Travis Kelsey wants to. <laughs> wants I'm to... sure Travis wants to bang bang, but. <laughs> wow. Just saying. No, she didn't. <laughs> <laughs> She's an Eagles fan, by the way. I didn't know that. Oh. She said, "No deal, no deal, no yeah, no deal." The end zone is not open. Yeah, yeah. Travis Kelsey, Chiefs. Do I look like I give a fuck, Billy Gap? She gonna be writing some songs about this motherfucker, you know? Denied. By the way, special dedication to the uh, Cincinnati Bengals and every other zero and two team. Seriously. Seriously. Bingles going bingle. Looks like our bungles going bungle. Let's see, looking like the bungles right now, not the bangles. Trust me, I saw that growing up. Bro, the Bengals had some lean years. That oh, yeah. That's for show. That's for, th- their years were so bad they were they were almost worse than Takeo Spike seats. You know, oh, for, oh no! For that, for that. <laughs> how do you do him, man? That how do you do him dirty Bro, like that? Can Buffalo, you, can we do better, please? Can you give that man a clear sight line? I mean, Just Randy, use your Randy's line to hear. Oh, I know what you want to hear. So, if I say it, does that mean you're going to watch Ahsoka? 
Yes. We've got this on recording, so. I will watch. All right. For fuck's sake. I'm talking to America here. Excuse me. <laughs> Seriously, come on. Thanks, Randy. I'm talking to America here. Excuse me. <laughs> Shannon, you got you got to watch Ahsoka, bro. You got to watch I, Ahsoka. I've because only look, seen great Rand, things. And Randy and I will give you help things, because Randy so, and I will give you yeah, help. Hey, Lily, she's gonna have to deal with it. Yo, 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 yo. I'm telling she's, you, she's like all about her essay, her scholarships, and things well, like that. That just means uh, you've got more time to watch Ahsoka. Look, man, Bro. I, I, try, I try to help my kid out, but I'm like, you know, at some point, I gotta watch this. I gotta watch this you're, show. You're almost own. a full season behind. You're living on the edge. It's like Aerosmith. Living on yeah, the you edge, don't bro. you don't need social media ruining it for you. No, no. Or me and Randy talking about it because bro, Ezra, Thrawn, and the Night Troopers. That was a great episode. Okay. That was a great episode. So what? You know what I mean? Like that was a great episode. Just saying. All, all Look, I, was, is I love it, some good Star Wars, man. So bro, I'm all about it. They're setting up. This is, this is some of the best Star Wars we've seen in a long time, man. They're setting up the last two. The last two episodes are going to be wild, and uh, I would say clearly, it. it we're not going to have a clean conclusion to this. This is just going to like set up and go to whatever movie Floney's working on, which I'm I'm at peace with. I got no problem with that. But Thrawn. Night Sisters, Night Troopers, and Pergils. I mean, great day. And I I don't understand how why so many people hated on uh Hu Yang saying a galaxy far, far away. I was like, why are y'all hating on that? I thought that was yeah. funny. F O H. F O H. I feel like they had people that hate Star Wars review Ahsoka. And if you hate Star Wars, why are you reviewing Ahsoka? Just so they have something to bitch about. I mean, Look, I, I, I know the Star Wars fan base can be salty and annoying. I yes. understand. But holy crap. Anyway. All right. Let's, all get, right. let's get the hell out of here. Everybody go to bed. Go to sleep. Get some rest. All of a sudden, it's 2.40 in the morning. So, yes. late. Fun weekend to college football. If you, since it's going to be raining on Saturday, turn the TV on. Watch some good college football. If Put we your get feet up, up with a nice beverage. Yeah. Well, don't don't do the beverages before you get to Justin's birthday. No. So okay. you know, I I mean that, or you I, better hope you have the LBB. Well, I mean, dude, <laughs> we we can all hope for the LBB at this point, but it ain't gonna happen. <laughs> well, Whitfield's used to that anyway. <laughs> is he? I mean, is he? Is he? Or is she? <laughs> just saying. Are, are you trying to squeeze an inch in on me somewhere, huh? What's your excuse? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be shitting me, Joker. <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> is that what she said? <laughs> Who the fuck said that? Was it you, you scroungy little fuck?
Are you shook up? Are you nervous? And you don't much look like a steer to me, so that kind of narrows it down. Oh, wait a second. Holy dog shit, Texas, only steers and queers come from Texas, private cowboy. And you don't much look like a steer to me, so that kind of narrows it down. You trying to squeeze an inch in on me somewhere, huh? <laughs> anyway, all right, that's our cue. We need to get out of here. Peace out. And bean sprout. Yeah, peace out, bean. This is drunken luxury over here. You're welcome, yes. Todd. You know, or I mean, quite honestly, we end up looking like a monkey fucking a football out there. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Whitfield mode. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> From all of us to all of you. How do you fuck that up? Have a great week and enjoy the games. Get your picks in. Yay, Survivor. Yay, whatever else. We're the sports right, group. I'm keywords. Will Jacksonville. Fuck key, it. Yeah, key, keywords are <laughs> sports and brew. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify. Stitcher's dead, so don't look for us there. You ain't going to find it. No, uh, it's RIP. Yeah. Good sti- night. Stitcher gone. No. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Gonna That's have, right. Going to have to if you're expecting Stitcher to be there. That's true. Do story. it live. I can. I'll write it, and we'll do it live. You can do it live, unless you're a, a apparently that Patriots fan versus that Dolphins dude. Oh no! Too soon. Wow. Fucking too soon. Sucks. Man. <laughs> Sorry. That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. I'm Bill O'Reilly. Thanks again for. But that was it for him that day. Bro. From all of us to all of you, enjoy the weekend and we will catch you on the dick. (laughs) We will catch you on the flip side. It's still real to me, damn it! (laughs) (laughs) We are the world, friends. Be be nicer to each other. Oh my god. This is a football game, man. Except off the concourse. You can fall off the concourse. Stop fighting. Chill, people. Mm. <laughs> anyway, I'm so glad you're our asshole. And can we take back time at us. this point? <laughs> you want to turn back time? We gotta turn back time, dude. Oh, that's not nice. If we could dream a dream. Oh, Lord. Fuck MacGuffin. Yeah, straight trash mode at this point. Considering you're trying to wrench in every little thing you can fucking think of. <laughs> I, I blame it on the captain, dude. It's on the Captain Morgan. Thank you. All right, gentlemen, go get some rest. We'll catch you on the flip side, as always. Thanks for putting up with the crap. There's only, I don't know, a limited number of y'all that make it through an entire podcast. I, I see the statistics. Lindy and Todd. Lindy and Todd are, all, are yeah. the only ones that make it all the way to the end of this bullshit. Even then, they're drunk by the end. Yeah. <laughs> My buddy, Jeff Tatt, when he finally actually listens, he gets through them. Yeah. Oh, well, good for him. Jeff. There we go. We got three. Jeff, this, this beer is for you, fucker. Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> oh, playing games with him, he quotes everything. It's great. Oh man, wait till he, wait till he's quoting the LBB. <laughs> oh, I'm LBB. sure that, that that'll be great. You down with LBB? Yeah, you know me. <laughs>
yeah, let's do that. Yeah, he's got the right point. I hope that LBB didn't lose the the next day from the from Bobert for going full uh, short Dan Man. Oh Just no! Just saying. Oh man! <laughs> you got a butt of the popcorn, if you know what I'm saying. If, if you're gonna rock the LBB. <laughs> little extra butter. Yeah. <laughs> oh Lord, have mercy. You just call. Oh, it's LBB mode. Don't need to lean on. He needed a hand. He got it from her. So, yeah, you down with LBB? You know me. I mean, I guess she came in handy. I don't know. Yeah. Well. I'm talking to America here. Excuse me. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. All right. Anyway, from all of us, all of you, enjoy the weekend. We'll catch you on the flip side, and we need to get the hell out of here because it's going to be 3 o'clock before you know it. So we're the Sports Brew, keyword Sports and Brew, and, you know, Whitfield, you suck. Mark, <laughs> John Glass is wearing motherfucker. I mean, come on. You ain't got no job. You ain't got shit to do. It's Friday. You could at least record it. Christ. <laughs> the hell, man? Oh, Sally, Jesse. Let's go. <laughs> Allie, Jesse. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. Love you, love you, Mark. I'm just teasing. <laughs> anyway. Elton John, let's go. <laughs> oh, Elton John. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. All right. All right. Go get some rest, gentlemen. We'll catch you on the flip side. Right. Todd, I hope to see you on Saturday. Everybody else, catch up. Catch, we'll see you on the flip side, man. <laughs> I, I was going to say some other inappropriate shit, but I decided I should just stop. What? Right. I, should, I should just stop. Dude, you're, you're, it's your birthday. You say whatever the fuck you it's want. Not like it's, I know it's not, it's not episode 400. Oh, shit. How close are we to uh, that point? Uh, we still have time. Don't worry about okay, it. Okay, we got plenty yeah. of time. Oh, yeah, we do. Yeah, we got time. It's all good. All right. All right. All right, gentlemen. Catch you later. Thanks for putting up with all of our crap. <laughs> and until <Yep>. <laughs> next time, <laughs> get some rest, y'all. Good night, friends. Good night. All right. Peace. All right. Good night. Later, guys. Good night, dudes. Bye. Good night. All right. Woo!